Hey guys, real quick, I'm gonna stop doing intros like this unless I have an announcement, which I do this time. From now on, Create Stuff will be coming out every other Wednesday at around 6pm EST. SCP Authors Anomalous, my other podcast, will go up on the other weeks at around the same time. Feel free to come to YouTube and join the premiere as it airs for the first time live. I'll be in chat talking to you guys, and very often the guests will be there talking too. Also, there's a bit of time in this interview where I stumble around my lo room looking for my pop filter, but I left it in because I think it's kind of funny and also Dr. Gears and I just had some great dialogue during it. Feel free to skip ahead when that starts, I understand if you don't want to listen to that, but I left it in because it's just it's just really too funny, and I feel like it captures the vibe of this show weirdly well. Anyways, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the... Oh, you know what? I'm actually not going to say what number this is because <laughs> I don't really know anymore, to be honest with don't, you. Don't get yourself uh, jammed up now. Don't just... Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to... <laughs> <laughs> I honestly need to stop saying what numbers these things are at the beginning, because it's never correct. It never is. I just have to correct myself in the intro, almost every single time. Uh, just start anyways. making stuff up, just like, you know, number 80 of 46 or something like that. Just like, just make sure though. <laughs> welcome to, uh, welcome to episode 682 of the Create Stuff Podcast. Today, my guest is Dr. Gears. Hello. Yeah, alright, well, funny little story here. Actually, wait, before we get into that, yeah. how about you tell us who you are? I need to remember that. I oh, need okay. to do the basic stuff still. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, well, I'm Dr. Gears. I've been writing for the SCP Foundation for basically ever. Uh, I was a pretty early joiner. Um, helped sculpt a lot of stuff, kind of for good or ill. Uh, been around... Pretty much the whole time, been you know, kind of seeing a lot of stuff. Been less active in the last several years, unfortunately, but wrote a lot of iconic stuff. Um, uh, 914, 106, 682. Um, had a very help got uh, Church of the Broken God and Marshall Carter and Dark Limited off the ground and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. general rabble rouser as a general. Dang, rule. okay, <laughs> you had that ready, didn't you? Generally speaking, I generally like to talk about myself. So, you know, just at any given point, just bam, ready to <laughs> ready to promote. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. I'm 100% the same way. You can hear it in uh, a lot of other things I'm in. Someone asked me to introduce myself. I'm not just, oh, I'm Sean Saxon. I say, I'm oh, Sean Saxon, host of the Create Stuff podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all major podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube. Just, just get the whole thing right there. Oh yeah, gonna be signed. Oh, yeah. Gonna be signed in a guest book at some point. Put that whole thing in there. It's like, well, shit. <laughs> I did actually once uh, sign in. Uh, I went to Applebee's with a few friends. I put twitchtv Saxon instead of my actual name on the signature screen. Oh, oh, that's that's awful. I love that. That's <laughs> yeah, probably. That's, that's... They encouraged it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's I. That's that's terrible. I love it. That is that is unfortunately a, a common thing. You know, being that I do like horror stuff and and have been involved in this a long time, there's there's several times where like something will happen, It'll be something on TV or or in a game or something like that. It's like, oh my god, that's horrible! I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> it's just like very common. Very fitting. I love that. Okay, uh, <laughs> if you're hearing a lot of movement over here, it's because I just realized my my pop filter is not on my microphone. I don't know where it is. Uh, Man's falling so... apart, ladies and gentlemen. That's just that's just the the state of things, and I don't know what to tell you. You know, this God, is God. They're gonna hear just how much everything's falling apart in a second when I tell he, the the funny little story. The funny little story. Ha ha ha! Is it, <laughs> my desk or something? Oh no. <laughs> okay. There we 
There's a lot of socks. The man will never recover, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's the simple. <laughs> My career is ending. I'm, that's I'm, it. I'm it's it's just falling. It's just falling apart. <laughs> Oh my god, where did I put it? I took it off earlier when I sprayed water all over my setup uh, after choking on it. The man, the man is literally dying. You're listening to it live here, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to a man's ambition collapse. You are far closer to death than I am, and you know it's true. <laughs> I see. I see. Hey, look, we're gonna redo this. I'm, from, I'm, I'm biting. I'm, I'm coming back hard. I'm not treating from you. hell's heart. Uh, I stab at me. Going, going at it. <laughs> Hammer and tongs. I don't pull my punches. There it is. Not the second time, at least. Still. <laughs> now that you're oh comfortable, now that you know what you can punch. Man, just put a sock over it or something. What are you doing up there? <laughs> Jesus. What are you doing then? <laughs> I guess I could do that. At least, yeah. You know, at least you're not as bad as that cactus guy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am keeping that Pretty joke going. Bar. No one understands that joke now. But that ain't my fault. It's still oh, funny. cactus cast. It's still funny. Insulting cactus in general. <laughs> yeah. I'm always up for that. I just have a problem with cactus. <laughs> Everybody has a problem with cactus nowadays. <laughs> I mean, I live in Michigan. I don't run into them too much. I don't really, you know. <laughs> they're not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, that, I have no idea where this is. That's not great. It's probably making me sound a lot worse. Oh my god. Okay, I'm actually. Just, just, okay, just gonna, get I'm some nylons and put them over the thing. I know you got them. It's fine. We won't. We won't judge. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I said just put some nylons over it. I know you got them. It's fine. Nylons? We won't judge. <laughs> That's what you can. You've, I actually have no idea what you're talking about. You can use nylons as a pop filter. What is nylons? They're the the thing that ladies put over their legs, man. Oh, I've never heard of that in my life. What the? Heck? I no no. That's a. I'm not old. Fuck off. <laughs> I was That's not no Doctor Gears. No, listen up. <laughs> uh, you're a decade older than I am. Oh my you're god, a decade. It's not you're that prehistoric. It's not that different. Nylons are a thing. At least I didn't say like stockings or some shit. I don't know. That's, I would have known what you meant. If you oh my god. <laughs> It's like when my grandpa used to say Davenport. And I'm like, what the I fuck are you talking about? I was about? just messing with it right before He's this. Like, I had it in my hands. Where'd you put it? This is insane. You can't cut any of this out. You have to leave samples of this. I this might is, take it and you, put it at the end, because it is kind of funny. You gotta leave something. I'm just hearing you, like, because of the positional audio, I'm just hearing you whiff around in a void. <laughs> Just like running around in this void, like at differing angles of 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 audibility, <laughs> randomly oh, heckling. Can't wait to edit this later. This is gold. <laughs> I'm definitely leaving this in in some in some way in some way. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Did you put it in a drawer? Did you put it on top of the refrigerator when you went to go, you know, turn it off? <sighs> 
of the refrigerator. I might have put it in the truck. Check it out. Check where you did the uh, the blanket or whatever. This is like my son, my youngest son, is probably the absolute worst at finding things. Like in a long, it will be touching him, and he won't be able to find stuff. This is my entire life. Dog he's, <laughs> he's the worst thing is he is marginally worse than my eldest daughter. She, <laughs> the other two do all right. Those two could lose something in the offhand. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, this is insane. I should have found it by now. Um, let me make sure I didn't like go behind my desk. Yeah, law of averages said you should have accidentally found it by now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There it is. What the hell? Did I put it, like... This is so weird. Did you put it, like... You could not have gone that far. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's just, like, I'm just... just given up by now, but this is actually important for... No, no, I, yeah, I absolutely understand. I absolutely understand pop filters are... We're record this, I'm not going to make the auto quality worse. <laughs> yeah, no, but, I mean, it's like... Here you are. <laughs> Poor man. Um, so that's the thing is like, I don't know what your setup is. I can't really provide any assistance, so I'll just actively make the situation worse. Just entertain the uh, the listeners. There it is. I generally try. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, whatever, on this podcast. Um, our host is uh, descending into madness. So let's you and I talk for a moment. How you doing? How are things going? Well, I hope. Right now, where I'm at, it is a balmy 12 degrees, give or take. Has been sleeting for several hours, so really it's it's like spring around here. I hope it's going good by you, as our host struggles. Just so you know, if, if you're not in the know, if you're not in the process, the pop filter prevents uh, strong sounds, uh, particularly when you say, like, pop, like sort of that 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 popping sound that comes with the voice. The P voice. sound, the D sound, the plosives! There it is, plosive sounds, uh, which if you've ever dealt with stuttering, you'll probably know pretty well. Uh, the pop filter is a small, typically fabric screen that sits in front of a microphone. You've probably seen them on your favorite high-profile YouTuber's face cam. It's that little disc that sits in front of the microphone. Helps block that stuff. It's about a mm, five to ten dollar part. You can make them out of a coat hanger and a set of nylons if you really try, or stockings. I fucking guess. Um, but in either case, without it, it causes the audio quality to have a certain kind of ragged aspect. What you're shooting for is great, um, but it's rare. It's rare that you are. And yeah, really, that's only what you want if you're going for like a, a thematic feel, like with yeah, the yeah. Magnus archives. Mm-hmm. There, there, uh, there's like a sound like it's on the tape recorder. There's a certain process that that does lend itself to that aspect, but if it's not what you're shooting for, it's just annoying shit. So, <laughs> okay, well, this is actually a windscreen. I've realized after you gave your explanation, but yeah. it's close enough and it still does the same thing, kind of. It's, it's as long as it's it's breaking it up. There you go. That's ultimately yeah, yeah. it's better. If, Fun fact, if you're completely jammed up, I have seen people like do stuff like hang a shirt between them and the microphone before, like pieces of stuff. It's insane. It doesn't work very well. It's better if it's semi-permeable, like a stocking or something like that. 
Uh, but yeah, you can make them out of a coat hanger and like a piece of fabric, like cheesecloth or some shit like that. I, I, I know how to jury rig things. So we've come full circle, more or less. <laughs> Indeed we have. There well, here is. we are, 12 minutes in. <laughs> 12 minutes. At the end of the podcast, 12 minutes of madness. <laughs> I, I think I probably will move most of this to the end. And just have like a, it'll probably just fade out somewhere, then fade back into me fade. having found it. Just scrambling around like a squirrel that's had a stroke. It's great. <laughs> that is a brilliant way to describe it. There it is. <laughs> okay. Well. Anyways, the yeah. fun little story that uh, that caused us to be here today, huh? LOL. Quote unquote. Oh. Fun little story. Oh yeah, this is real fun. Real fun for That's both like of when us. That's like you're getting ready to end your shift somewhere, and your supervisor comes up. It's like funny thing, funny story. Exactly. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> So, so this weekend, right? Not this weekend. It is this weekend. Yeah. A little, a few days ago. Yeah. I go to my computer. To yesterday, this was yesterday. Yesterday, I go to my computer. I'm, ready, I'm like, I'm gonna edit the Doctor Gear's episode because this is gonna be episode 15. I need to be ready to release it on Wednesday because we do uh, weekly uploads now on Wednesdays. By the way, uh, 5 p.m. I will be in chat live most of the time if I can. Um, come to them. It's cool. It'll actually be probably more like 6 p.m. Um, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, so I go to to Dr. Gear's file, I'm looking for it, I find his file, his side of the uh, uh, interview, his audio, I got it, it's perfect, I go to find mine, nowhere. I cannot find it anywhere, I search for like an hour, panicking most of the time, honestly, was not a fun morning, only to realize, I didn't save it. (laughs) At all. Somehow. 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 So, Apparently, I'm 15 episodes in, and just now I make this mistake for the first time, and I can guarantee it'll be the last, or I swear to God. I, I, you're you're going to try your absolute best. I know how this stuff oh, works. Man. And then I got the the message, like, so, um, a thing <laughs> happened. I'm going to try and fix it. But no, no, it's not fixing. You know, can we, yeah. like, could you do something? I mean, I can work without it if I have to, but it really good. It's like, no, nah, it's fine. It's <laughs> I was really happy you said yes. That was a rough morning. That was real, real fucking that rough. Is, that is one of those. That is one of those things. Just kind of waking up, just kind of sitting there, looking at your life, going, "You know what? Mom said that this would happen if I kept being an asshole, and here I am. <laughs> Damn it." <laughs> Mom said I would lose my audio recordings if I kept being an asshole. Yeah, no, she she was prophetic right there. There it was. <laughs> but so here we are. So if things are a little janky, um, yeah, or better or worse, well, I guess depending on a lot of situations. But there it is. So uh, I think it'll actually be a lot better. Honestly, if, yeah. if anything, you guys, the listeners, are benefiting from this. No, you legitimately uh, are because because last time I was a, a mini segment, and I believe I'm I'm a, a full a full fledged segment i think yeah and, yeah um, i mean last time you started as a mini segment yeah we just we just, kinda, we just we just kind of kept bullshitting it was like ah, oh, let's just let's just keep going and then <laughs> yeah yeah just exactly kept rolling. now we have and now a, we're going in a full interview like full i interview, have a bunch full. of questions written out and everything way the more professional whole, there it is well professional is a strong word but we, we're better equipped this time <laughs> Better equipped. That's a that's a better way to say well, it, especially we're, considering we're 16 minutes in and I've asked zero questions. There it is. We're not well paid, but we're skilled. Yeah, there you go. Come there to think of it, we're not being paid either. Anyway, <laughs> 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 for both sides. 
Yeah, right, sorry, so. Gears. Uh, no, none of the in- immense amount of money I make from these goes to the guests. There it is. There it is. All, you know, just just literally, you know, parking meters full of proceeds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dimes of plenty. Exactly. Exactly. So I tell people uh, all of my my little my little change bag full of uh, bag the one dollar I get on Patreon every month. There you go. There you go. Every little by the bit way, helps. you should support the series because I need editors. Uh, anyways, there it is. <laughs> and it I need is. to pay them. <laughs> it is okay. Well, uh, how about we actually begin? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what the hell? May as well. You know, okay, well, let's start. I actually have a kind of like a, a set of questions, three sets of questions, the past, the present, and the future, ah. and then everything else that doesn't fit into this weird timeline that I made for some reason uh, for no other purpose than to guide myself through the interview. There we go. So let's start off. We might have a few people listening in today who don't know what the uh, SCP wiki is. Okay. I will say if that is you, I'd recommend you check out DJ Cactus's episode or maybe Randomize episode because we go into more depth, especially in DJ Cactus's episode about it. But I will ask you, Dr. Gears, briefly, what is the SCP wiki? Just for those who might not know. For you may not know, um, going from a, a straight up cut and dried aspect, the SCP wiki is a massive um, writing collective. It is a sort of a massive shared universe project, the idea being that there are items and places and people and events that are outside the norm, sometimes horrifically so, sometimes just different. And within this, there are various organizations trying to interact with them in various ways. And one of the big ones being the foundation, the monolithic central entity. Um, And all these different things are based around various manuals in a way that's what the main list entries are various containment projects and reports on these various items um in addition there is a massive wealth of in and out of universe writing projects essays stories just about anything you can make um including various other forms of media it is a relatively unique thing in that it's a massive writing collective that no one really intended to have happen. It kind of very organically grew. Um, so if you don't know, go check it out. Um, you'll probably oh, yeah. find something interesting at the very, very least. Um, oh, for sure. Personally, uh, yeah. an article I really like is uh, 6443. Uh, you left it cold alone and forgotten. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> I... Um, I enjoy that one a lot, the, greatly, in fact. I oh, know it really well. I've oh, actually really? just read it so many times. Oh, I oh yeah, see. it's real good. I it's see. like the best on the, on the wiki, actually. I see. My goodness. Well, you should check it out then. <laughs> actually, check it out. I don't sense yeah. any detection of bias whatsoever. <laughs> no, certainly not. Certainly if, not. I'm very objective. I'm very objective. See, if, <laughs> if, if, if it's not my bias, I don't care. It's fine. If it's not my stuff, I, you know, I don't detect any bias at all, so it's fine. <laughs> And how old like is that entry? If I remember right, that's that's relatively fresh off the uh, off the presses. <laughs> the uh, sixty four forty three. Correct. I'll actually talk about that real briefly. Here's oh, okay. another thing that changed uh, since. <laughs> obviously, we're not talking about me here, but I will say this briefly. Another thing mm. that changed um, since the first recording we did of this mm. is that I'm now an author on the SCP Wiki because I posted my first one, and it's at. 32 upvotes, so it's probably not going to get deleted off unless there's a, a very large amount of people who really decide oh, they dislike Lord. it all at once. There you go. Bravo, bravo. Can't tell, yeah, but I'm clapping. You. Maybe you can tell. I don't know. 
something like that. <laughs> sort of an animal I can crossing imagine, I can imagine. Clap, just very small clap. Very good. <laughs> now that's but, tremendous. Um, that's great. I went through went through the crit process, got crit from four great authors, and that's what that's what uh, took me there. That's actually awesome. Randum and I, who I had on the podcast, helped me come up with the idea originally. There you go. I was not one of them, so don't don't no nobody look at me. This is all this is all this man's, and that's that's <laughs> yeah. Don't blame Doctor Gears for and, what and it unless it's good, in which case I spiritually assisted in some way or another. If it's not, then, <laughs> don't, then don't worry about it. No, no, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Uh, looking through these upvote <laughs> ratings here, it seems that Doctor Gear, a certain Doctor Gears, upvoted this, and yet he says it's if it's good, slander, slander. I don't know. So, Doctor Gears, hacked. are you saying you didn't read the I article before upvoting it? I was hacked. I was hacked. It's not even. You were hacked. hacked. You were hacked. I'm sure, it was hacked. I'm sure that's what. It, that's what about what this Discord message the... from you saying you upvoted it, and it's <laughs> interesting it at is. least? It is interesting. It is interesting. I will level with you. It is interesting. <laughs> It is not my kind of. It's not like shit that I would write. Um, I, I think that doesn't mean anything. It's it's actually kind of. I sort of looked at it initially. It's like, well, you know, it's cool, and then I kind of got in a little bit more into it. And it's actually pretty interesting. It's whenever you start goofing with like memetics and like memory, thought, impulse stuff, things get weird. And okay. I dig it. It's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> Well, I'm happy that you like it at least to some extent. Yeah. I know it's definitely not your type of thing. Honestly, no. I'm actually not a big fan of horror. Like, get at out. all. I joined get the wiki out. for literally everything else. Yo, get out. <laughs> get out. It's over. There it is. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> no. Interview ends. <laughs> all right, 20, right. Se- 20 minute interview. Half of it is just me fumbling around my room. 20 minute interview. <laughs> half you fumbling around. One question. Deuces. We're out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, no, that's fine. That's fine. It's. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're. This isn't what we're here for, though. This no, is what no. we're here for. I'll do an episode of my other podcast, SCP Authors and Almost, that centers around me talking about my article at some point. There you go. Because I do want to talk about it. I have things to say. I've actually no, got. Actually got a. Adopted. Oh but, no! Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually have to cut that out because I don't know if I want people to know about that yet. We'll oh no! Maybe I'll just beep out like the uh, just beep out part the of it and leave in me saying just, I, I'm going to. No, no, no! Out. You don't beep it out. Listen up. Play the game right. It's redacted. <gasps> oh! <laughs> you, oh my god, you're, gonna, you're a genius! If you're gonna do this, it's redacted. <laughs> oh, that's, wow. All that's right, how I'm writing that down. down. Here. That's an editor's <laughs> note right there. <laughs> okay. Dr. Gears. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just start right yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take me through your journey with the SCP Wiki. How did you first get into it? Um, I got into it way, way back at the start. Um, it was uh, shortly after the X Paranormal Board had gotten minted on 4chan. Yeah, 4chan. Way back there. And initially, it was like, now if you go there, there's a lot of paranormal stuff. But initially, when X first got made, it was just a clearinghouse for all the creepy threads that were on other boards. It was a place to kind of put them all in one spot. And it, there really wasn't any intention for it to be like actually paranormal, at least not initially. Um, and you had a lot of stuff. You had um, Dianiah House. You had John Dies at the End. You had Ted the Caver. You had all this, you know, a lot of stuff you look back now and it's kind of a little bit hokey. Um, but it was very, very, uh, very, very big deal. And uh, we, you know, that was some of the stuff floating around and two of the big series, like the ones that had multiple entries or at least a couple of them um, were 
173, the statue, and the SCP stuff in, you know, in, in kind of this vacuum. And then the holders. And I'll touch on both of them in a second. But uh, the first, I, I there were a lot more of the holders, if I remember right. When we first got started, there was like there was like several several entries on this, and the holders were like basically there was an artifact or an item or a place, and you have to do like some kind of horrible ritual to bring a set number of items together to some effect. It was an interesting idea, um, but ultimately, where it kind of didn't catch on the way the SCP Foundation did was it was all being done by one person, um, who kind of lost the script a little bit you know, kind of going midway through. Whereas the SCP Foundation, or the SCP items, or the SCP item at the time, uh, were just this very weird thing. And it was the image that that hooked me. I remember seeing the statue. I had clicked on it. You know, it was kind of, it's like, oh, I'd seen it a couple times. It's like, man, that's funky looking. And I clicked on it. It was like this funky, like rotten fetus looking thing. And I just closed it back up. And it's like, no, that's, I'm, I'm good. I'm not doing that again. I'm like, it, it creeped <laughs> me out. It really creeped me out. Um, I ended up reading it, kind of looking over it. It's like, wow, that, you know, that's actually really fairly interesting. That's actually really cool. And I had saw some other stuff kind of floating around. Um, a couple of other I which I cannot remember some of the initial stuff. And I don't. I think some of them didn't even end up like being part of the main wiki. I don't think. I think there was like a couple items that never made it off the forum. So there's something, you know, some lost media for you somewhere there, somewhere, some janky, worthless SCP items floating around. Um, <laughs> if you want to scour through, Fortress, scour through that. the archives. Uh. of Fortress. Jesus, that is, that is an undertaking. Um, but, uh, no, we, we so, uh, I had looked at this and I'd wanted to be, I wanted to write stuff for a long time, you know, since I was a kid and, I was looking at the stuff and was going, you know what? This is actually really cool. So I, you know, got some ideas together and I think it was 882, the machine. Uh, that was my first, my first one that actually like did good. I think it was the first one. It was. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. was. It's the first one on your file. It was, the, it was the first one on my file. I'm trying to remember if that, I believe that was the first one I ever wrote beyond like horsing around with stuff, like actually trying to write an article. Um, and you know, I put that together and then I remember initially I, I was vaguely aware that there was a wiki, you know, the old wiki, which I felt funny for some reason. Like I felt like I shouldn't post stuff there. I'm like, I'm just some rando, you know, as opposed to having other rando posting stuff. And I'm like, well, <laughs> so people be like, wow, this is really cool. I said, well, if you think it's cool, put it on the wiki. You're like, I wouldn't do it myself. I'd have someone else do it. I want that kind of layer of validation or something. I don't know. Um, I mean, like, I feel like that's a thing that a lot of people experience with art. I talked about this moderately mediocre, but there's like, I, I feel like I'm not alone in feeling. Sometimes it just feels like you can't make something as good as what other people are making because you, you're you and they're them. Yeah, you know? it's, it's you kind of look at this thing and like, there's a sort of monolithic thing. It's like, I'm not blank and and exactly what what you have to kind of realize is that you know that that person probably wasn't that even if they got started initially and there's nothing to say that you can't so a moment of encouragement for whatever um you know give it a shot you never know but um with that i uh you know started putting stuff on the old wiki um back in the day and actually started putting stuff out and one of the things and i've heard this come up before 
And it's something I want to address just for a second while we're right here, because there's a reason. Um, <laughs> a lot of the Series 1s, especially the early Series 1s items, I've seen people um, dunk on them because they're short. And it's like, you have to remember uh, a couple of things. First of all, they were meant to be short. They were meant to be concise. Second of all, some of these had to be posted under the post limit on 4chan, which was not big. Like, oh, you had a yeah. very, very small amount of characters to get, you know, a, a creepy because a horror story in. And if your post went on, first of all, if you didn't have a picture and your post went on for more than maybe two posts, pe- nobody would read it. Nobody would read it. And then it wouldn't get anything. So you had to try and, and pare it down. And then when we moved to the wiki, you know, things bloomed up a little bit more. But especially with the older <laughs> stuff, you have to remember, like, that was the constraint. It was like, you have to get in under the single post limit and have, like, a decent picture in order to get any kind of traction. And that was, you know, it was exciting in kind of like a weird way, like kind of, you know, sort of riding under the gun sort of way. But it, it definitely <laughs> is better now. But that's part of the reason why a lot of the early ones are really short. I think honestly, uh, a con- if I if I open an SCP and it's short, I'm way more likely to read the whole thing. Than See, and, and and that's and that's because of the nature of things. It's like if you go in that thing and you start scrolling down, it's like, oh, this thing has eight logs, dude. I don't. I gotta make dinner, man. I can't be. <laughs> I can't exactly, be hanging out exactly. like that. Whereas if it's just like a paragraph too, it's like you know what? I wouldn't do anything with it anyway. So I guess maybe you know what is it? They say brevity. Brevity is the soul of wit. So exactly. maybe there's something to be said for that, but uh, nevertheless. So that's kind of how I got initially started was I was a rando on a forum and I said, hey, I can do this and started writing stuff. And it did, it did well. <laughs> it was <laughs> like nothing, nothing more glorious. Being like, I wasn't an author before this at all. You know, I wasn't like anybody. I was working and for a lot of the initial stuff, I was working tech support for a chemical plant. If that tells you anything, I was, you know, nobody with this. It's just like, this looks cool. I guess I'll play right, right. and just start posting stuff. <laughs> I think that's how it is with all, most people on the SCP wiki, even nowadays, honestly. And I, I and I think that's better in a way, you know, there's, but you know, especially when you come into like a big community, you know, there's kind of this perception, like the people that have done stuff, like are somehow more qualified. It's not even just a wiki. It's like anything. Really, it's when you come into any kind of like pre-existing structure, there's kind of this impression that like the people that have been there longer or have done big stuff are like somehow intrinsically different. And I'm sure that does happen, but generally it's just, you know, some weird guy just doing right. stuff. And there it is. <laughs> so that was yeah, my initial. It's not like this is a job. You don't need your resume. To yeah, no, no. To you just have be to be approved as an author. You just have to be good. That's that's the problem. That's the only issue is you actually have to produce something good. True. True. <laughs> which is which that's is its own thing. own kettle of fish. Oh yeah. It's easy to have uh, tons of experience. It's a lot harder to actually be good. Yeah, no. It's I mean you can you can just keep kind of plugging along and doing stuff and that's fine. But it's you know, some people some people have talent, some people have very specific talent. Some people can do you know, just about anything. You know, just kind of throw stuff together out of out of nothing, and like I'm not. I, I kind of have to work. I have to sort of work with the muse. She comes and goes, and I'm really envious of people. Who'd be like, hey, I need a story. You know, 
this vague outline. I need it by next week. And it's like, sure thing, boss. And they just bash it out. It's like, uh huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. Like, I just, totally, I, I totally have to be in the right mode. I, I would, I would love to be able to do that. And like, I'm sure I probably could. Um, but it's like, just thinking about it, it's like, there's no fucking, there's no way. So, <laughs> I mean, like when you force yourself to write, the product's obviously going to be worse. Like, it's it not is. like you're on a job here. There's no deadline to post articles. You're not going to be able to put food on the table. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, if you move out into the world of like actual, like publishing and authorship and things like that, then it becomes an issue. Then, you know, you kind of have to do put, put food on the table and, and have things work at least yeah, generally. Yeah, becomes an issue. You know, it's, you know, it kind of depends on, on how you move forward and, and what you do with it. But I, I think that's part of the beauty of, of the wiki and, and kind of how it did get started, where you just had people be like, man, that sounds neat. I'm going to write about it. And just threw it up there for other people and be like, wow, that's really cool. Or like, wow, did you hit your head as a child? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, that's sort of the way that it is. Um. That is that is well, one me, thing. Uh, hmm. Tell me, um, how did you? Wow. Okay. It, this came <laughs> my mind. Well, after you joined, yeah, the wiki on its like original site. Take yeah. me. Uh, let's let's resume from there. Okay. Um. So we're on the old wiki, which was a huge step up from 4chan. Um, but not by much. You know, that's that's really not <laughs> saying anything. Um. <laughs> You know, uh, but it was much better than what it was. And we had everything laid out. We had 1000 entries and I think we had God, 40, 40 entries full, give or take. Um, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious because like, looking back on it now, it's like, how the fuck are we ever going to fill these things? And it's like, shit, that roster only lasted half a year. You know, we're going to have to add another decimal point. What the hell are we going to do? Um, <laughs> you know, it's very funny kind of looking back at it. And that's one of the uh, other little little quirks of the whole thing is that, especially in the early days, um, a lot of the entries um, are either very, very high or very, very low. Because all the entries are just in this big, long list. And if you wanted someone to see them in all those dead links, like you had to kind of be you know, in a good location to try and get that. Right, so it was right. uh, more real estate than anything else. Um, yeah. And even today, people still uh, have competitions over the nicest numbers, you know, the nicest or numbers, the uh, nicest try numbers. to get their article uh, ready as fast as they can when a new series comes about. You know, it's like, it, there's this point of honor and I understand it to a certain extent, you know, it's, it's an interesting concept, but you know, it's a number it's an, and that's always been yeah. my opinion. That's why. And I, uh, it's one of my, my weaker, Least favorite entries, which is really hard because everyone like makes YouTube things about this and like all kinds of stuff. My my zero zero one entry, like it's not good. <laughs> like, it's not it's not terrible, but it's not one of my better entries, and everyone references it. And like my idea was that instead of being like the ultimate Uber item. It was just like the first thing they found. And that's why the style is kind I've of janked up and why, you know, it's very primitive. And there's like a lot of kind of, you know, hints to what the foundation would become at a later date. And, 
you know the 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 mythos of the foundation has, has evolved sort of past that point um very significantly but at the time like that was a really that was a really cool idea and it's yeah, like yeah. you know i've put up a bunch of entries and i should have a you know everyone else is doing a zero zero one thing so i'm like i'm i'm going to do one too and so i just kind of cobbled that thing together and threw it up there so i was that, yours the hmm. skeleton key no mine was the uh the prototype the uh ah. the the singularity mouth eyeball alien thing <laughs> I see i see i don't think i've actually read that one yeah you're not missing anything it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hilarious because um there was there's a couple of channels i think it's i want to say it's like scp animated or something like that it's some youtube channel um did a like animation of the incident of that item it was really cool i'm like man i wish the entry was better <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm looking at it like, this is really cool. Like, they're presenting this really, really well. It's like, man, <laughs> it's really bad. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's funny. It's funny that that's one of the things, like, especially if you, like, you, you like, search my name, um, like, Dr. Gears SCP or something like that. Uh, that is very often, like, in the videos and such, that will show up as a Dr. Gears, the prototype and stuff. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> right, right. And, um, but well, it's uh, very, very this... funny. Was that still like before you came to the to the Wikidot site? Now, yeah, yeah, that was that was back before uh, the Wikidot site. If it, it and and if if someone catches me on this, it was either before that or right right when we came over. But I think it was before. I'm pretty sure it was before. Um, and it was on the old site. I remember. Um, I wrote a bunch of stuff. I um, you know, some of them being six eight two, and that's where. 682 got its edit by the guy white guard uh, referenced him in his um, text interview, which you haven't read. Go read that. It'd be very cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Link in the description. There you go. Um, but he, he went through and kind of edited it and turned 682 from like kind of, a, it was janky to begin with to sort of the, the lovable death gecko that he is today. And I very much appreciate that. Um, Read a couple other things as well. I think I want to say nine fourteen was at that point too. I'm pretty sure it was. It was a long time ago. Um, but either way, <laughs> um, I forget my kids' birthdays too. So don't don't hold it against me. You know whether they're literary <laughs> or flesh, I forget shit. I'm sorry. There it is. Some some SCP historian is going to come back and be like, "You got that wrong." And I'm like, "Yeah, you you fucking know I did." <laughs> so, yes, I did. I'm right there with you. Um, but I, I put together a lot of stuff then, um, and a lot of my early entries and I was, I was really cooking, you know, I was actually kind of getting stuff together. You know, it was a really big deal. Um, I was like cobbling together, like sometimes two or three entries in a day. Like there was a period where I was like doing like two or three entries in a day for like a week or something like that, or like some That's period of time. Crazy. And you got to remember one of the things being, there was no structure. There was no anything. We had this very, very loose idea of how things ran. Um, and like the general mythos. And <laughs> otherwise, like anything you wanted to do, there was no, it's like, oh man, someone's already done that. No, no, they fucking didn't. There's nothing there. You know, we're under a hundred entries. Everything's on the table. So you could just, you just be like, I'm going to make this and just like throw shit out there. And it was, you know, I'm going to make pipes that, are alive and get into shit and 
yeah, yeah, brother, do it. <laughs> that was right? just That's it, crazy. It was really, really cool. It was, it was very, very wild west. Um, of course, the downside of this was a lot of it was junk. <laughs> like I hate to be that guy, but a lot of it was junk. Um, and that was uh, uh, very much, you know, and, and you know, yeah, sort of the nature of the beast is everybody sort of figured stuff yeah. out. But you know, there were there were observably a lot of articles in the old wiki and in the beginning days of Wikidot that were junk. I'll say that they were junk. Uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know, nature of the beast, there it is. Um, right, right. And then there, I, were, there were times in the past where a lot of articles were cold as part of pushing for a more yeah, a, better, a more uh, a more cohesive but... sort of thing. It's uh, there was a, a piece of flavor text on a magic card that I've held near and dear since I read it. God help me! Um, it said um, <laughs> books must be thinned for best yield, and I think that's really true. <laughs> you know, you kind of have to. I highly agreed. That kind of gets to what we were saying earlier about mm-hmm. uh, shorter SCPs. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I remember in the early days, a um, couple of things. Uh, one of it was uh, I remember. Um, Kane Pathos Crow uh, publishing Abel. I remember when that came out. I remember reading that and going, like, I hated it. God, <laughs> he's going to hear about this. I, re- I, I No, it's true. I like read it. It's like, oh, my God. Like, I thought his username was pretentious. I thought his entry was stupid. I thought it was an edgelord, and I dismissed it. And now, you know, it's it's part of, you know, foundation history and culture and such. And it, oh, I, it's, yeah. def- it's definitely grown on me. And I, I love I love Kane to death now. So that is <laughs> that is the way of the beast. But like I remember at the time, I remember bringing that up to at one point. He was just like confused. He's like pretentious. I'm like I'm sorry. It was a long time ago. I just didn't <laughs> understand. Like I didn't get it. That was one of the funny things. I remember um, talking with Kane uh, for a little bit, and I am still telling him. I said, if we ever have cause to meet initially. And you don't open up with a Labrador retriever with like a, a walkie-talkie on his collar so you can talk through it. I'm going to be disappointed because <laughs> this author avatar was a dog with glasses. So I just that's been the running gag forever. Um, oh yeah, one of the most famous author avatars for sure. Absolutely. And I remember uh, talking to him, and <laughs> I was like, you know, you know, how are you writing? How you're doing stuff? He was writing SCP entries on the train to and from work. I'm like, dude. He's like, well, it's the only place I get good internet. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Said, yeah, he's like riding a train or a bus, sandwiches him with other people, just like hammered away at stuff. Like, I think it, like the War of the Doctors stories were going on at the time. So he's just like hammering away at like this intense, you know, fiction and such, just like sandwiched between Gosh. other commuters. I'm just like, that is absolutely insane. Writing uh, an SCP article on a phone sounds like hell. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. Everybody does it. People do it. I know people who have done it. Like, like, seriously. no, that's the thing. He wasn't on a phone. He was on a laptop. This oh. was this is you know he was on a laptop, like a full sized effing laptop. You know, sitting between people <laughs> trying to keep shit running. Um, oh my god! All this stuff, and so it was just like <laughs> that's insane to me. Um, but I remember uh, one of the other big things that that ended up being a thing. Um, was the groups of interest. Because I remember between like one day and the next, like someone had, had put together a group of interest and it was uh, the chaos insurgency. And they were basically just the anti foundation. Um, mm-hmm. They were real quick. Yeah. 
Don't mean to interrupt you. No, no, you're fine. I want to make sure of something real quick. Yeah. Was this before or after we moved over to Wikidot? This was before. This was before. Okay, okay. I this just want to make sure we're following. No, and, and, and we're, we're still in that progression. Um, but this was before we okay, moved okay. over to Wikidot. Um, there was the Chaos Insurgency, which um, was the anti-foundation. And I kind of looked at that and like, meh. <laughs> like, it was interesting, <laughs> but it was... Um, since then, amusingly, and something I've tried to push forward that I don't think anybody, anybody else has... And I think should be, you know, maybe embrace a little bit more, is that the chaos insurgency doesn't exactly exist or doesn't technically exist. It I is. I love that theory. The theory is this: that whenever a SCP facility, asset, site, whatever goes rogue, they just stamp that always chaos insurgency, and off they go. And it becomes a very quick moniker. And also, like if they have to pull some shit. It's like, you know, this site or this asset really needs to go away, um, but we don't have any technical reason or ability to get him out of there. Just, oh, he got got by this chaos insurgency. Oh, well. And so it becomes a the dustbin of foundation buggery and, and general screw-ups and... Shadow ops and stuff like that. And does it actually exist? Yes, probably to an extent. There's probably people that survive that crap and be like, fuck it, I'm going to get cold at anyway. You know, I'm going to put that patch on and keep rolling. Uh, right, but but right. that it, that it's uh, it's more of a title than anything structured. And like, that's kept very quiet in the foundation. It's like, you know, you have guys in the know and be like, oh man, I'm wondering if the chaos insurgency are coming. And guys like sort of in the know, it's like, are you five? You know, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, what are you talking about? It's like, ah, never mind. And just kind of like move on. And I put that in occasionally. I don't think anyone's picked up on it. But anyway. Uh, it's like the tooth fairy. Yeah. Um, you still believe in the chaos insurgency? It's like, what, what? What? How? Like, how have you made it this far? You've been here for a couple of years. What the hell? You know, it, it's that sort of Santa thing. Claus too? Yeah, it's like, what the hell? You, know, you want to hide from the Easter Bunny or something? What the hell's going on, brother? Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, that kind of idea. Um, but I, I sat down and I thought, it's like, well, um, there was a TV show. There was a, there was a TV series, and God, I cannot remember the name of it at all. It was There was a hotel room in some bumblefuck nowhere place, and all the items in the hotel room had gotten strange powers. Um, did this help inspire the Foundation? Oh, Maybe. You know, the idea is not exactly unique, but nevertheless, but it was floating around. And one of the people there had sort of a religious awakening with one of these items or whatever. I think it was like something very mundane. And I had this idea. It's like, well, you know, religion is a, is a, is a, is a sticky wicket. You know, it's really a, an odd thing. But I tell you what, if you pray to something and it does something, it makes it really easy to believe. You know, if you pray to something and ask it to strike down your enemies, and it does, by whatever means, it's like, well, <laughs> there there you have that. That certainly did happen, didn't it? And the Church of the Broken God kind of spawned from that idea. Um, initially, they had nothing to do with clockworks at all. At all, at all. And I'm going to be breaking hearts. I, I know that right now. <laughs> um, 
But no, initially they, they just worship these odd items as offshoots of some broken deity that they were hoping to or bound to or whatever to bring back together. And their leader, um, Mr. Bomero, uh, was basically sort of a blind pig finds a truffle. He was a con man who kind of pulled various stuff and sort of pulled a religious con and ended up drinking his own Kool-Aid. Like sort of fooling around playing, oh, you know, I'm going to set up a cult, basically build people out for money, and accidentally hit on something. And ended up kind of getting, you know, getting the bug for it. So, <laughs> and that, that was the way it was. And then after we had moved to Wikidot and I put out some more stuff, some people made some connections between some of my items, including the clockwork virus and some other stuff and sort of put it together. And all that got snarled up with the broken God. And it became this clockwork based, you know, sort of apocalypse cult sort of thing full of, you know, crazy stuff. I'm like, that's awesome. Let's do that. That's way better than what I had. <laughs> so that was, you know, <laughs> my initial vision was very, um, very, you know, very basic. And then people kind of took it and run with it. It's like, oh, that's awesome. And now you have like multiple sects and, and different aspects and all this kind of stuff. And um, I could not be more pleased. It's so cool kind of seeing how it sort of bloomed up. Incidentally, um, something I've been kind of working on and such is uh, – the, the Church of the Broken God, as of late, has had a tough time. You have, <laughs> you know, major sex, so there's a lot of breaking up, there's a lot of, you know, issues like that. But that is the thing with big military, violent, expansionistic religions. Every so often they go through one of, through one of them reformation things, and shit gets mm-hmm. weird. And I've been actually fooling around with a couple of ideas for for some stories and stuff kind of based on that concept of sort of the core of the broken God church kind of reaching out to some of what they feel are the, the disparate um, belligerent sex and bringing everyone, you know, willing or unwilling back into the fold. So something, something interesting. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of the other big <laughs> ones I did with that, uh, back on the old site was uh, Marshall Carter and Dark Limited, which was basically you're going to have stuff like this. You're going to have people who want to buy them and people who want experience. You know, like if you have billions upon billions of some ridiculous amount of money, um, you know, buying the unattainable is one thing. Experience is another thing. And it's like, you know, what if you could have a cannibal's banquet and nobody had to die and you'd never get arrested? You know, that's, that's something, you know, that can appeal to the right kind of psychopath. Um, and various other aspects as well. And sort of, they grew out from this idea of this very clandestine, very discreet, very powerful um, organization using the items for generally profit. Now, what kind of profit? Is that just coin? Probably not. You know, that is involved. But it's like, listen, I can set things up so that you can indulge that thing that you were accused of and bought your way out of without going back to jail. Um, but in return, you join the club 
And if one of the other members maybe has an issue, or we have an issue, or we call upon you for something, you scratch my back, I scratch yours, sort of thing. So it's it's very discreet with ass loads of money. And you know, the the club, Marshall Carter and Dark Limited, um generally are, are a very difficult opponent because there's not much to them. You have this very hard core of what they are, um, the internal structure. But if, like, if they have to go out and do something, they have to go raid a site or knock somebody off or something like that, that's moments of convenience. That's going to a PMC or, you know, anything. You know, you need someone shot. Yeah, you can hire an elite assassin or you can find some wino in an alley and give him 50 bucks and a shotgun. <laughs> and the guy will get dead either way. And they're the type to do that. It's like, how do we deal with the situation? You know, if we haven't been given exact directives, be like, you know, pay the big bucks, make sure it works. It's like, we need to make this happen. You know, how do we make it happen? Because they are still a for-profit organization. And there's no reason to spend money if you don't have to, and it's not going to impress anybody. So I think... Of, of the organizations, I think the church gets along with the foundation the absolute least. Just because they have right. very, very different ideas of doing things. I have always felt that um, MC&D and the foundation have had a, like a distressingly closer relationship. Where they both kind of need each other to survive. Um, the club needs the foundation to find some of the shit and like build the process. So they'd be like, Ooh, yeah, we need to make sure we have shit in order if we're going to, you know, take this. So they handle a lot of legwork. Meanwhile, you know, there's a lot of revenues. It takes a lot to be a giant monolithic organization. Some of that's money. And, you know, probably not the items themselves, but like offshoots, Data, personnel, things that may not be 100% necessary, you know, maybe fritter off to the club now and then. And everyone just kind of pretends like it's not happening. But it's... Right. And that was kind of the beginning. That was... Um, I remember there was the Chaos Insurgency, and that was those two. And those are the two... Those are the three groups of interest that we had. Um, God, for a while... For a real while, I think I wrote like less than a, like half a paragraph on each of them. And that surprises me that they that they were just that few for so long. Yeah, no, that, that was the way on the old wiki. That was, I believe, that was it. I think just before we left, I think maybe there was one or two more. And then when we came over to Wikidot, they started coming around. But no, like the Serpent's Hand and stuff was not a thing at all. Wow. Um, and I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Um, but no, initially it wasn't, you know, we, we had our hands full just kind of defining what the foundation was, uh, to a certain extent. So, so sort of outside That's groups fair. were just sort of, you know, candy on the, on the side, but no, that was, uh, that piece of it. So <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So what got you guys to finally move over the wiki dot? What, what happened there? Um, I will level with you. I don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, it was it was there was a lot of discussion um, about how things were going and stuff, and people were were going back and forth, and um, you know it was you know we had some new people 
in I oh God. I wanna say Clef and Bright joined on the old site, or it was right when we migrated over. Uh, it was somewhere around that time. Um but uh yeah, they were they were the new kids on the block at the time at one Gosh. time. If that tells you anything. Um crazy. But uh no, we were we were, you know, we had you know blossomed from you know 20 30 guys to probably you know damn near 50 60 at least you know we were growing out of that place quick <laughs> and um <laughs> the the site was there it didn't have a lot of communications it didn't have a lot of uh, ability or a lot of flexibility we were just it just wasn't um it wasn't working it, it flat wasn't working for what we were trying to do um so we're like, hey, we're going to migrate everything over. And I'm like, hey, okay. So I <laughs> grabbed up all my stuff and, and carpet bagged it over to the new site and plunked it all down. And was like, okay. And that was kind of how we did stuff um, and and left out of it. But I don't remember really having – I know there were some people – there was some discussion in the background. I remember people talking about stuff, but I really – like wasn't heavily involved in it. Like I wasn't heavily involved in like the maintenance of the site and like the actual function of it. Um, mm -hmm. I was just, just a guy writing and I remember like people saying, Hey, we're going to leave out of here. I'm like, why the hell are we doing that? And it's like, because this place is shit. And it's like, oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> guess we're going. Uh, so we packed up and, and hauled ass over and man, when we made the switch, it was great. It was great. You know, we had like forums and, Links that worked and and all kinds of shit. It was amazing. It was is fantastic. <laughs> um, but no, that was. Uh, I remember it was. It was generally people were just like, yeah, no, we we gotta move. Um, I know there was a couple of people. Like I can't remember. I just remember hearing like there was some complaining about it. Um, but it wasn't very significant. At least not that I remember. But again, I wasn't really deep into it. So if someone did raise holy hell about it. Don't yell at me. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah. So, how did you feel about the, the... Well, actually, I guess you kind of already said that, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> my, my personal opinion was I didn't really... Like, I understood the necessity. I understood the necessity of moving, but it was like, you know, text is text, I guess. And I, I didn't understand, like, how much better Wikidot... Like, people complain about how Wikidot is. You don't know. Oh, it is oh, it is it is night perfect. and day better. So, you know, even as flawed as it is, um, there it is. <laughs> right, right. Okay, well, let's uh jump forward a bit in All the right. timeline. All right. Talk about uh. So uh, you mentioned this earlier in the interview, I think. Yeah. But your three probably most notable articles mm -hmm. are six eighty two the uh the unkill hard to kill lizard. Excuse me. Reptile. Uh, Reptile. Nine fourteen. The Clockworks and <laughs> yeah, yeah. one hundred six. Doctor Gears. I mean, uh, the old man. Now I listen, made that joke in the up. last recording. Listen, so it, made, it, it, it was, it was absolutely just as funny then as it is now. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, no. Those are my three. Um, those are definitely my three face guards um, by a long shot. Which is funny um, that it kind of worked out that way. Um, right, right. Like 682 is one of the, is one of, if not, well, I mean, I guess right below 173. It's probably one yeah. of the most uh, well-known articles on the site. Yeah. Face I, of the foundation almost. Yeah. It's, um, it's very funny kind of seeing 
you know, again, people that have no, you know, don't know the site, don't know the SCP Foundation at all, and yet know about this big hairy lizard and that sort of stuff. It's it's very interesting, you know, kind of how that that catalyzed out. And I remember in the beginning, um, back. I mean, I'm talking back because six eight twos had a had a journey. Um, initially, I had conceived six eight two being like the result of a massive cross test or like containment failure, and it was some like hideous mutant thing, um, which was really stupid. It was it was it was bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll level with you. Anyone finds that draft, man, don't. <laughs> It was. It wasn't any good. It wasn't any good, and but it was. It was an interesting idea, and I kind of threw it up there, and people were like, "Dude, this sucks." I'm like, "Yeah, no, it does." Um, but yeah, I <laughs> kind of co- I, I, I kind of cobbled it together and, and tossed it up there, and then it got the rewrite, and it got a lot better, and I had kind of better ideas. And oh, it got a rewrite. Yeah, yeah. It um, that was the initial. There was the draft that I did um, that was crap, and then um, oh, again, I'm going to remember his name. You know, tonight when I'm trying to go to bed, but it was uh, in, in again White Guard's interview. Um, he mentions the name of the gentleman. I actually looked at White Guard's interview. I don't think the name was in there either. I think it, it was. It's in the entry uh, about six eighty two. It's somewhere in there. I know he references. I just can't remember what it is. But a guy, some rando, came in and edited it up, and I'm like, oh my god, this is a lot better. Thank you so much. I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. And I kind of ran with the idea. And one of the things was at the time, again, at the time, the idea of the foundation focusing on destroying something um, was unheard of. So it was, it was revolutionary for the time that they were so focused on trying to destroy something. Um, And man, people did. People really did. And it got really bad, really fast. Um, people really, really like it made people angry that uh-huh. like this thing wouldn't die because I'd be there in the comments, sort of slugging it out, you know, with people here and there and different stuff. And it's um, as I as I said before, and other people said, six eight two is not Kirby. He doesn't take on the property. He finds ways to counter what's there. Sometimes it works out that way, but he finds a way to counter things and sort of this massive adaption. And people were so like people were got angry, like legitimately very angry. Um, that he probably would... should be said that like uh, there's a I'm not sure if it's still open or not, but mm. there was a log, a collaborative log that anyone could contribute to of mm. ways that SCP six eighty two has tried to be killed, and yeah. of course the whole idea every single time it has to fail somehow. Yeah, and and people get like angry, like legitimately very very angry uh, about this whole thing. And, like, I, I'd see threads uh, back on 4chan and stuff, people bitching about this lizard and how stupid it was and how it's a Mary Sue and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of me? Like, if that's my self-insert, dude, what? Um, <laughs> but, uh, so dumb. but it was, um, as time went on, um, I, I seriously considered, um, like, just deleting it occasionally. Because it was, like, it made people so angry. It made It was so divisive for people. And, but I ended up keeping it and kind of the idea developed that, and I've talked about this before, and I think I've referenced it once or twice, that 682 isn't here. Um, 682 um, comes, basically think of our reality as the outer surface of the balloon. 
and 6A2 is poking in from the inside. Now, what we see is the bump. You know, 6A2 looks like a big, hairy, rotten lizard. Um, because that's what our reality interprets that bump as. In the same way that you can feed an image file through an audio mixer and get something out, it'll be weird and and messed up, but it will exist. Uh, the same way 6A2 is existent, um, but that's kind of not what it is. Uh, and the other issue is that that bump, that layer of rubber, is incredibly, incredibly thick. So, as we bash and tear and rip at 682, what we're damaging is the rubber. And that's like if you were pushing against a foot-thick rubber sheet and someone shaved a couple of inches off the outside. That will affect your hand not at all. That does nothing to you. And that's the same thing, is what we're hitting is functionally no worse than a haircut to it. And that's why it is so hard to kill. That's why it is so, so incredibly hard to make die. Because we're not doing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, there's you know bones flying around and meat and crushing all kinds. We're not hurting what it is. You know, we're just damaging its clothes. We're damaging its hair. We're, we're attacking things that are inconvenient. And unpleasant, but not lethal. Um, and you know, kind of going further from that to a certain extent, um, six eight two goose with human ambition in a weird way. Even though it's not you know listed in the thing, it's we have this impulse to understand. You know, it's you know, look at blowfish. You know, someone ate one and died. And we kept doing that until we figured out how to eat them and not die. You could just not eat it. That's an option. You know, it, and, and we as humans have this impulse to climb and uncover and open and dig and conquer and eat and do all this kind of stuff. Um, and 6A2 just doesn't. He exists beyond that. And what's more, he's very aggressive and he's very violent. Um, so it, it causes impulse. It's like, we're, we're hurting you. We're hitting you really hard. Die. You know, effing die. And it, it, it drives people up the wall, and it makes people very upset. So in a way, if it is making you angry and frustrated, it's technically working. See what I did there? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, Falling for it. There it is. Um, the other thing being, um, you know, it's it, he's a beast. And... Part of it, and I, I've referenced this before. I know I, I know I did an interview, but um, you know, it's six A two is is angry, yes, but also scared, like very very scared. Um, you know, it's it. Imagine everything you touched turned to maggots. Every surface, your clothes, even your skin, maybe, um, the air. Anything would just turn to maggots and spiders and horrible, awful, awful stuff. Yeah. Um, that's what he's dealing with. That's 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 what here is to him. Um, he's very very scared. In the same way that you will scream and crush a cockroach um, that skitters across the floor, um, he lashes out. Yes, he's scared, but he's also going to try and make the bad go away. 
Um, and, and that is, you know, one of the things is animals and beings of any type, intelligent or not, um, when they get scared are incredibly, incredibly dangerous. Ask anybody who's tried to save someone who's drowning. You know, they'll, they'll, when someone's scared enough, they will not care. They'll do anything, anything to survive. And that's kind of what he's doing. It's, he's sort of stuck here in this hellscape and trying to make something happen. And, you know, sort of dropping back, that was one of the uh, references with the acid, is that that actually helps sort of chill him out to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not really hurting him. It's comfortable, if that tells you anything. So maybe an idea of how things are wherever it's from. He, she, it, something like that. Um, but no, 682 is my... The Death Gecko, the big boy. <laughs> That's um the death gecko. The, the death boy. gecko. I've 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 called him that forever. <laughs> my uh, <laughs> uh my wife tried to make a stuffed animal of him at one point. And oh, that's cute. Still still has the idea now and then. Um and then nine fourteen is the clockworks, um the the great machine. And that was just a very simple kind of idea is before you go on real yeah. quick. Oh yeah, please, no, excuse me. Maybe uh, we're about like an hour and 10 minutes in already. Yeah. So maybe be a little bit brief with the old man and the clockworks. No problem at all. We'll keep moving along. Um, Nine fourteen was uh, just basically the idea of, of doing something that would be almost impossible with modern technology, with old school, like clockworks and gears and pistons and stuff like that. And I just kind of put that together. Um, and you know, just, just literally just kind of thrown. And a lot of my items are either things, the, the, especially my early stuff is either stuff I'm scared of or things I think are neat. And, um, this is definitely, you know, sort of in the other camp and it respects very few laws. One of them conservation of mass, but that's about it. And, you know, you put things in and wind it up and watch it go. And, um, one of the things with that is, uh, just the, the variety of, of things that it ended up doing. Um, it became, you know, such a big thing, you know, the, the, the test log became, I think one of the biggest documents for a long time and now is functionally its own wiki. Um, that's oh, yeah. kind of its own, its own organism. And 914 was the, f one of, if not the first item that I really sat down and I wrote something for. Um, and with that, if you haven't read Clockwork Time, um, please do so. I would really appreciate it. And um, I've got a lot of good reports on that. But it goes through my interpretation, my idea of where 914 comes from and, you know, kind of what, what it is. Maybe not why it works the way it does, but where it comes from. And... Mm -hmm. A lot of people dug it a whole lot, so they thought it was very cool. And uh, check it out if you can. But no, 914 was very much just me being enamored with Clockworks and <laughs> just kind of, it'd be really cool to like make them do stuff that didn't kill somebody, at least not like ambiently. <laughs> so that's what, I, <laughs> that's what I did. That was a revelation at the time. 
Um, <laughs> revolutionary. Revolutionary idea, especially for my shit. At that time, that was like, wow, that's really cool. Um, and then The Old Man, uh, which is funny because I still think of that as one of my newer ones. You know, even though it's like, it's old now, but uh, um, initially, if I remember right, 106 came around because we were trying to think of an idea. Um, it's the idea that every species on Earth has some sort of predator that's suited to hunt them, mm-hmm. and humans don't. And it was sort of going off of that idea and sort of um, mimicking evolution. And so, you know, predators a, t- a lot of times take on aspects of the prey and vice versa and things like that. And it was a lot of really good ideas, and man, I didn't use many of them. <laughs> I I kind of cobbled a lot of them together, but then I started putting in, like, what if I really make this bad? Like, what if I really make this, like, like really bad? Like, straight up, check under your bed kind of stuff. And so I started throwing in, like, bits of serial killer stuff and torture and, and mental and, and just awful, awful shit. And just kind of pile all it in there and, and ended up putting it together and I published it out. Man, people didn't like it. <laughs> and not in a good way. Like, it was just, it, they're like, the entry's okay, but the, your containment procedures suck. I'm like, fuck, okay. <laughs> so, but uh, what I ended up doing was I actually went through and I um, revised it a couple of times. And I kept each revision um, so that you can kind of see how. Because how do you contain something that walks through walls, you know, and and functions that way? And it was like showing how, you know, containment procedures can evolve. And, you know, some some of the extreme lengths that you have to do to, to make this stuff happen. Um, and I, I'm thinking, I want to say, 106 is probably the what I've written the most supplementary material for, as I'm thinking of it. Um, and I don't know why, I don't know what that says. I don't know if that's me or what. He's very popular, and that's good. Um, I was so excited to see him in containment breach. That was so cool. Um, oh, I can imagine. Oh my god, like seeing him going around and said, "Man, people couldn't stop shitting on him." I'm like, "Dude, that's my boy. Don't be mean. <laughs> don't don't give him silly names. Don't just don't just brush by him. He's cool." <laughs> so it, it was it was really hard. It was really hard. Um, it's my boy. He's evil, but he's got the spirit. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I, um, I remember it was for a Halloween contest. Um, I was sitting down and I was, uh, they were having a contest. I'm like, Hey, can I play? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to win anything. I just want to write some, you know, Halloweeny. Um, so I wrote, <laughs> so I wrote treats about one Oh six breaking containment on Halloween. Um, and it's a series of vignettes of, of what happens. And I, it's probably at least as bad as you're thinking. Um, <laughs> as, as one of the agents at the very beginning says, is this usually when this guy gets out, we just follow the screams. It doesn't really do fuck for us on Halloween. It's kind of everywhere. <laughs> um, but, um, I did that and then, God, I think it was another contest. I think it was though. I didn't enter this one this time. Um, they were talking about origins of SCP items, and hmm. was it that? I, I, I'm pretty sure. We'll say it was. If it wasn't, it's fine. Um, I, <laughs> I wrote the young man, um, which is again my interpretation, my theory 
um, for the origin of of 106, or at least what we what we see right now. And it's you know World War One and awful and you know just horrible horrible stuff. And I did I really enjoyed it. And then I found readings of both of them floating around on YouTube, and I heard people like reading my work, and I'm like, this is so cool, this is so cool. <laughs> um, but that was a lot of fun. But no, I. I I definitely like the old man because he's he's very much a boogeyman. He's very much like just the straight up like walk through walls and torture you to death and be this grinning, rotten nightmare the whole time. So <laughs> I love him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Honestly, I feel like the the basic idea of the the human predator mm-hmm. is just such a great horror concept. I think this is a it great is. direction it to is. take that. And I, I think that's, you know, definitely, again, I kind of started down that way and ended up kind of going, you know, a bit sideways with it, but just that idea. And if I remember right, there was a story, ah, oh, that I can't remember the name of again. God, I'm really bad with this. Um, where they talk about um, 106 being part of a species going way back to like Cro-Mag days. Um, that used on us, and he's like one of the only ones left, which is very, very cool. It was a very cool idea. Um, but no, that that you know, kind of the human predator idea is uh, very much part of his DNA, but uh, maybe not, maybe not as forefront as I as I intended. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, let me ask you. Mm. So you weren't actually an author or anything like this before before no. you got on the wiki, were you? No, no, not at all. Um, not wow. at all. Oh, interesting. So it kind of like uh, sparked your interest in writing then? That's, well, okay. So I had an interest in writing um, probably since middle school, honestly. I've always I've always been a uh, big reader. Um, mm-hmm. I did get started. I, I actually had trouble reading initially. I had to get a lot of tutoring uh, to finally actually like be able to read. And then when I did, I just you know fucking took off with it. I actually got yelled at several times just for like, <laughs> reading, quit doing that stuff. I mean... We had like a family gathering. I just be sitting there with a book. It's like, would you stop doing that? And, um, <laughs> so I get hashed on now and then. But I, um, I had a very powerful interest in reading. And if you read long enough, you're gonna want to write. Um, if only because you get ideas that don't exist, and it's like, well, shit. I guess I gotta write it now. Um, <laughs> so I, I tried to write a little bit. I wrote a few things, um, never appearing anywhere. I don't even think they ever made it to the internet. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> That's going to be one of the things, man. This generation, you're going to be 65, and you're going to go back, and you're going to find your old DeviantArt or Tumblr, and it's like, oh, no. Oh. I have to kill the internet now. <laughs> me, that, that, <laughs> me, all that old shit is gone. That's gone. It's not around anymore. <laughs> Thank God. Lucky. Um, I've already had that experience like oh multiple God. times in my life, man. I can't I'm imagine. terrified of it. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine if shit I did when when I was fourteen, like came up. Now that I'm a like old guy, I would d- <laughs> just die. Just like no, just just kill me. That's no. I would I would leave the internet. I would die, die like just change my identity. No, you just you just have to leave. You, you have to fake your own death at that point. That's that's all. There yeah, is to exactly. It. Um. But no, I, I definitely had an interest in um, writing and doing stuff. And I, I fold around with it a little bit. Um, but never really, you know, got anywhere with it. And finally, when this stuff came around, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to try. I'm going to give it a shot. And, you know, put it together. And it ended up working out. It worked out pretty well, all things considered. But no, I was not, um, not published anywhere. Still not published anywhere. Um, and, uh, 
no, I had nothing, nothing doing before that. Barely even, barely even an internet presence. And just like, ah, you don't want to go give this a shot. Just read a lot of shit and ended up getting into it. You know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Quick side note. Yeah. When, uh, when I say author, do you like, would you define an author as someone who is like specifically published in their works? I, okay, so my personal opinion, which I think differs with everything, um, is I have been known to call myself an author. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily appropriate. I generally consider, like, if you're an author, you probably publish something. Like, someone has probably paid for your shit at some point. But especially with the internet now, it's not like you have to sit around and wait for, like, some magazine to pick up your shit. Or, like, to get into a publisher or something like that. Like, you just put your stuff out and get seen by, like, a quarter million people in an hour. You know, I I think the rules of the game has changed. I think at the very least, I'm a writer. Um, I think depending on your perception of how that works, I could be called an author. Um, I have used both things interchangeably unless I'm called upon it, and then I become very uncomfortable and trying to find it. So there you go. Um, But uh, Interesting. No, I, th- I I would generally define it as, you know, getting paid for stuff. And I guess I kind of have to a certain extent, but, like, I haven't been in, like, you know, a magazine or something like or that. Or, like, published a book, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, which is kind of, like, the list test or stuff. But, again, the, the game has changed. You know, it, oh, re- yeah. it really, really has. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah. All right, that was just something I was personally curious about. Yeah. So, to move forward a bit to more, the more present times, yeah. my... Uh, in my list of questions here, going to uh, the present from the past, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the current state of the wiki? Uh, I think it's honestly, I think it's pretty good. It's, I mean, considering where we started and where we were, you know, even just a short time ago, you know, we have, regardless of your form of content ingestion, whether it's music or podcasts or stories or art or video game, or anything, anything at all, you can get foundation SCP content. Um, we have a massive user base. I, I I know there's a user count. I don't know what it is right off the top of my head, but if you count everybody who just reads stuff, or has read, like, reposted stuff somewhere, or watches on YouTube, there's probably tens of millions of people all over the world in yeah. a dozen languages who consume this content, who, who are part of this shared universe. And some of them will read through it and never publish a single word, never post a thing. And that's fantastic. Some people get the bug for it and start putting stuff together and join it. And some people move away from it and all this kind of stuff. It's a living um, community. And I think it's really good. I think it's amazing. Um, Yeah. Does it have issues? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Everything does. Whenever you, you know, whenever you have a group of, of two or more people, you're going to have some kind of friction just period. Mm-hmm. And the more people you get, the more you're going to get with that. Um, is it anything I think? Friction. Yeah. It's, you know, there, there's, there's always issues. You're, you're always going to run into things with anything. Um, you know, do people, do people have problems? Do people have a, you know, do they get angry? Do they get sad? Do they start fights? There's some ego involved in stuff. Little people thinking, you know, well, I'm such and such. I should be treated this way and not that way. Yeah, you're going to get that. And Mm -hmm. is it good for the site? Oh, hell no. 
Absolutely not. Um, does it mean the site's going to collapse? No, no. Um, it will cause problems, and I hope this stuff you know kind of works itself out. Generally speaking, you know these problems do tend to work themselves out. You know the the what has been created the foundation's bigger than any one member, and no one can kill it now. It's 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 too big. It's gotten too too much. Um, are there occasionally people who think they can? Yeah, you know you're always gonna get you're always gonna get Napoleon folks. You know who think they 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 know where it sits and that's fine. Um, but. With that, you know, even I think it's a testament to the community the fact that like problems like that can arise, and it's a problem, but it can be dealt with, you know. Um, so I'm I'm very happy with the state of things. Uh, I I will be the first to say it's not perfect at all. Um, right, right. But I think the state of it now, you know, is good. I think there's much more good than bad, you know, up over. Up over 70% good, I would say generally. <laughs> right. Okay. More good than bad. So that could. Agreed, agreed. I'd barely say that about myself. So that's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the bad, though. All I'm right. kind of curious. What, right. uh, what are some big problems gotta, you think uh, are with. with uh, that are on the wiki or the community in general? Gotta, gotta get that what content in there. Gotta get that, that clickbait in oh, there. Yeah. Gotta get that in there. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So the uh, what are the what are the problems? Well, here's here's the thing. I'll put you uh, right up front. Okay, um, I am not as active in the community as I was, um, so I don't know everything that's going on. I don't always know everything. Um, you know, I'm getting back into it a bit more, so I'm a little bit more aware of it. And um, you know, sometimes people come to me like, "Oh my god, you know, this is going on." I'm like, "I don't know who that is." <laughs> and they'll be like, "This is going on." It's like, "Wow, that sounds really bad." Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's unfortunate. Um, but some of the problems, okay, let me, let me tell you what's up. Let me, let me learn you something. Um, <laughs> this is an online community. Okay. Online yes. communities. I don't know why I'm sure there's studies. I'm sure there's a process that says this tends to attract certain personalities and, I think it's not even necessarily online communities. I think it's just small communities. You're going to get people who are going to get a little too big for their britches. They're going to get a little prima donna thing going on. And they think that because, you know, blank, maybe they did something big. Maybe they wrote something good. Maybe they were a part of something important. Um, they're more important than everyone else. And that's not how it works. Mm. And, and that's where you're going to run into issues. And, and that's not even just the site. That's anything, any kind of group. Um, and we've had it happen. You know, I've been in the middle of shit like that before, back in the old days, of people having ego attacks and, and freaking out. It's a problem. Um, generally best to nip in the bud, but you're always going to get people mouthing off, and that can become a problem, especially in the interconnectedness of today. Um, definitely want to deal with that as much as you can. You get people who, you know, try and make it their own way. It's they have a vision for the foundation 
and the one truth TM. And man, if you don't follow it, they'll make your life real hard. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's people who get outside of the, the foundation, Uh, people who try to, because we're all, you know, writers or consumers or various combinations thereof. Um, And that's how it should stay. You know, it's, if you want to critique someone's work, fantastic. If it makes you feel a strong emotion, let them know. If you can swear as little as possible, all the better. Uh, But um, <laughs> it's when you get people leaning on other people to try and influence them one way or another. That that shit is bad. And when you get the same thing, where people trying to drum up votes or feedback or perception for something that don't that that doesn't deserve it, you know, mm-hmm. I feel you know tell people like, hey, I wrote this, come check it out. You know, hey, come look at this. Can you look at this? And if they like it or they don't, fantastic. And that should be the end of it. That should be the absolute end of it. Um, it is a problem. You know, you get people, you know, chasing votes. You get people getting up stuff. Um, it's... You know, one of the things, and and, and this is 100%, and we're moving out of the, the general issue, 100% personal preference. I feel that the foundation and the wiki um, has has descended from horror stuff, and it should always carry a sense of the uncanny, or eerie, or flat-out scary. And it's if we move too far away from that, I feel like we're moving away from our roots. That is me. That is me as a personal person. Saying that, you know, if I ran the zoo, I'd change that. But that ain't the way it is. You know, that's how it started. It's evolved past that. And I think that's part of the staying powers. It is sort of all things to all people, all the better. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, you know, some of some of them. Interesting, interesting. Okay. And how do you feel about the rating system? Um, this is something I like to ask authors. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting topic. Yeah. Um, okay, the rating system. Um, oh, it's simple. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Don't care. <laughs> here's here's a trick. Um, I like watching number get bigger. I do. I do. <laughs> no, everybody does. Everybody does. Oh, yeah. Anyone oh, who's yeah. ever played an RPG ever. Number get bigger. It's good. <laughs> everything you from, like you big number. Every, every, everything from Final Fantasy to Dark Souls or whatever. Number get bigger. Good. You know, it's it's good. Yeah. I love I love seeing that, and see people that like it. I mean, I tell you what, you sit in there and you watch that number and you hit refresh about forty times, like waiting for a microwave to finish, and then you see you get a down <laughs> vote. It's like, well, I'm gonna go shoot myself. You know, <laughs> it's like my <laughs> negative one. It's like, well, I'm I guess I'll die. Uh, <laughs> you know, just... that has been me with my article. As, like since <laughs> it's been published, even during this interview, I'm still no, I'm you're still, still refreshing you know, on and that's it. fine. You just do that. That's how you do, and you just sit oh, there Dr. And... Garrett, I'm a part of the problem. No, there, oh, no. You know, there it is. <laughs> no, there it is. Um, <laughs> there it is. I tried to warn you, um, but no, and, and, and that's what you do. You sit there, and it's just like, well, shit. You know, um, <laughs> the issue is, it's very easy to get caught up in that shit. It's very easy. To go, man, I'm going to write this and everyone's going to love it. And I'm going to get so many upvotes and so many good comments. Not that it's a good story. You know, not that you're trying to say, maybe it is, maybe it's not. Um, But you just want that 
that praise and that feedback. And that's a real easy trap to get into. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the best writers and authors in the world wrote because they like to, um, with no real expectation. Uh, case in point, Lovecraft, one of the big boys, um, wrote because he liked to write and died penniless. And because of that, because he was so prolific and so focused on this and unconcerned with the general process, a genre of horror is named after him. You know, right. <laughs> it's it, it's nature of the beast. The voting system is is good for what it is. Also, I would say the majority of the major problems that the site has had, especially as far as like community stuff goes, are directly related to that voting module. Period. Really, I would say I would say the majority. I would say the vast majority of people hunting Actually, votes, yeah. bitching about it, whining. Um, currying people up, threatening, doing shit to try and make number get bigger. Or oh my gosh, make yeah, someone, now that you say it, I can think of like 20 things. Or already. make someone else's number get smaller for whatever reason. Ugh. I would say the majority of the problems are directly related to that. Now, could we, if I ran the zoo, and yes, I was the administrator, I'm saying if I went full tyrant mode, y'all get behind. Brief aside, <laughs> Brief aside, that almost happened, by the by. And a lot of people don't know that. I want everybody to understand that. Back when we first moved to Wikidot and we really started getting people together, we realized there were a bunch of people coming in. And me and a bunch of the other big authors, maybe 20 people, sat down and said, should we lock the wiki? Should we lock the wiki and only let ourselves and a handful of approved people publish? Or should we leave it open for everybody to come in? And we decided to leave it open. This could have been a very, very, very different wiki. But a bunch of guys sat down. And that's why I occasionally sort of chafe at sort of the review process. And that's needed, you know, to make sure you're getting good quality. And it's a lot bigger. Things have changed. But remember, you know, when you do get up on the high horse a little bit, you know, me and a handful of other guys said, no, no, we need to make sure you know, that people are, that this is open and people are able to get in. I would say they largely still are, but for a bit there, you know, we were right on the cusp of locking that shit down and you, it would have been a clearing house for maybe 20, 30 authors, authors for a couple of years. So give that a thought. But no, if, if I went full tyrant, I would rip out that voting module and remove it. Period. Every article, every, everything, fuck it. Gone. And Wouldn't w- blame you, honestly. Would it would it raise hell? Oh my god, yeah. That would be <laughs> oh my lord, yes. That would be awful. Um god, and, yeah. and and you you'd kind of have to have something so you could kind of monitor in the background or something. And it would just come down to reviewing a lot of stuff, which would be really, really hard. But I would say the vast majority of the problems are directly related to that fucking voting module. And if it was gone, they wouldn't be there. The issue being is there's a lot of problems that if you just remove the thing, it will deal with the problem. It's not a good idea. <laughs> it's like, right, I don't like, right. mos- I don't like mosquitoes. If I could, I would remove them all. That would become really problematic really fast, but it would deal with my problem. Um, but I would say with the voting system, it works for what it is, but I think 
you get too many people cloud chasing, too many people clout chasing, and just get spun up on that shit and make number go bigger, make people make bad people number go smaller, and just lose the fucking plot. You know, lose the fucking plot. And you know, it's good for what it is. But that's all it is. It's just a right, right. you know, vague indication. So there you have it. <laughs> you can't let it be the reason you're right. No. No, you really you really, really can't. Because if you're just doing it for praise, you know, you're going to end up like Stephen King. And that's no good. <laughs> Stephen, I, I, sorry, I, I have a ton of Stephen King. I loved him growing up and stuff. But as things have gone on, you know, if you can sneeze in your sleeve and send it to your publisher and make the New York Times bestseller list, you're going to, problems are going to come up. You know, your quality is not <laughs> going to stay up there. You know, if you, you know, can kind of work the system and make the numbers get bigger, and you have a real strong cheering section, and you know, no matter what you put up there, it's going to be voted good. It's going to fuck up your uh, your writing style. So there you have it. <laughs> right. Very interesting. I honestly completely agree with you. Yeah. I I say this despite the fact that I am. It's it's it, it is so fun to see the number go up, but no, I, I do have to and actually stop is, myself I, from one I'm, <laughs> I'm in there. I'm in there right with you, going number bigger, like. Good. I put my mo- I put the module and everything that I published just like everything else. But man, you know, if it didn't, I'd be like, "Wow, that sucks." Right, right. I mean, like, it's just like it's just a basic human like wish, you know, just yeah. to see see things get better. See number. <gasps> Somebody just uploaded my art. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You know, back, back like, from uh, the beginning, it's, it's like I have a bigger pile of smooth rocks than you do. Exactly. Exactly. Is good. It's just a basic <laughs> wish for like uh, superiority. Yeah. Of, this stuff uh, plays of any into. aspect. Messes and, everything. And in the same way that anything, when you rank anything, you're going to get people disparity and problems with that. I think that's you know one of the things. It is the uh, the uh, the original sin of the wiki to a certain extent. You know, sorry, it's always there, but it's not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, to backpedal just a little mm, bit, I can't yeah. believe I didn't ask about this. No. I honestly it just slipped my mind somehow. But uh, tell me about your time as the administrator. Uh, what happened there? Uh, so about that. Nep- <laughs> Nepotism ahoy. <laughs> so <laughs> if it's not something you want to talk about, that's okay. No, no, no. It's fine. No, it's absolutely fine. It was um, so um, the administrator come in uh, who is Fritz Willy, apparently, which was really weird because I had no idea. Like at all. And like apparently he had told people at one point, and I just Man, if he told me, I don't remember. Um, but uh regardless. Uh he had sat for a while, but what had happened was we needed access to certain aspects of the site um that had to be overseen by the administrator, and he wasn't there. So they appealed to Wikidot and they said, Hey, I was one of the older active authors. That's weird to say now. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I was, I had written a lot of stuff and people had a lot of stuff with this. They said, hey, would you want to be the administrator? I said, I will level with you. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. So, <laughs> so I've never run a forum. <laughs> I've never run a community. I just write stuff. And they're like, no, it'll be fine. You just kind of have to manage things from time to time. It's like, okay, I'll give it a shot. So they made me, um, the administrator and I did nothing. 
It's really bad. I, I helped. I helped kind of set things up and kind of arrange things, especially in the initial bits. But I just, I just didn't do anything. I was just kind of around. Um, it's it's terrible to say. I hate to say that, but but there it is. Um, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. You could have done bad things. I could have done bad things. Ultimately, I just didn't do anything, and and to a certain extent, that's like what I needed to do. Just like, just don't, yeah. don't fuck with it. And sometimes it's not that, broken. And don't sometimes that's what you need in a leader. Just don't fuck with it. It's good, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's and that was you know sort of the the rallying cry of my tenure, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know I, I'd kind of gotten away from it and stuff, and I kind of go through periods of of sort of dormancy and and come back around and such, and I guess I'm going through an active period now. Um, hopefully it'll last, but uh, regardless, um. As at one point they came, uh, some of the guys from the site came and said, "Hey, you know, we we need access to the site. We need you know to kind of pull you off of administrator. Could you you know, sort of hand it over?" It's like, "Yeah, sure. You know, I don't have any problem with that." And sort of passed off from my hands. I was a good placeholder, um, I guess. <laughs> but I, I really didn't do anything with it. I remember one of the first things I did was I think I deleted the forum by accident. Like I deleted the link to like the way it's structured. There's like one little piece that makes the forum go, and if you delete it, the forum vanishes. And I deleted. <laughs> I know of at least six other people who have down through the years. I'm like, oh shit, what did I do? And it just—it's still there. You just can't see it. I'm just like, oh my god, what did I do? It's like <laughs> scrambling to try and throw it back on. It's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> like a grandma who deletes the internet. Oh my god, it really was like, oh my god. Really like, oh my god. Well, like, well, we're dead now. Now we're all gonna die. That's a problem. <laughs> uh, you know, it really, it really, it really was. It was like, oh my god, I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> but no, it, largely, I just kind of sat and um, was sort of the final authority to for a few, um, a few things, a few conflicts here and there, and but generally just didn't fuck with shit. And then it eventually passed on to to I hope more capable hands who actually can like <laughs> run a forum and know how to do things would be my hope. But uh. <laughs> No, that was, uh, I enjoyed it, and it was, um, I was almost kind of conscious that it was more of an honor than, like, anyone actually expected me to do well. <laughs> At least I think. I hope that's what people believed. It's like, you're, you know, this big author, we're going to give it over to you. It's like, awesome. You know, that's cool. Please, you know, don't don't expect me to do it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I enjoyed it. I, you know, I don't think I did much. I didn't fuck anything up real bad, so I got that to say for myself. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, uh, you know, you did what you needed to, really. Yeah, it's and especially all a leader needs to be is just a strong figurehead. Yeah, and 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 especially at the time, you know, it was sort of a different beast. You know, we don't have like, you know, media arms and different divisions and all this kind of stuff. It was it was a little bit easier oh, yeah. to, to keep things running at that point. So, anyway, much less responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think with that we can go ahead and move on to. The sort of last section of the timeline, mm. the future. Future change. <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah. Uh, what are, What are your plans? What are you doing? What, what what's doing? going on over there? You know, I'm sitting in the closet yeah. talking to you right now. But <laughs> 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 um, what are my plans? What I've been doing right now? Well, um, I got four kids. <laughs> don't know what to tell you um, two of which have, have uh, pretty severe autism which is a challenge so I'm a stay at home dad uh, my wife um, my wife works in a morgue 
She uh, she cuts <laughs> up dead people uh, for uh, for major <laughs> university. I like. There's no better way to put it. On her little lanyard, she's got a little coffin pin with a banner that goes around that says "Last Responder." Uh, <laughs> so last responder. Well, she went to school. She went. She went in and trained to be an EMT oh. firefighter, and then she was a medical unit at something else. And then she's there. I'm like, you're just progressively dealing with easier patients. <laughs> but um, no, she she does that. She's enjoying it. Um, it, it's tough, but uh, so you know when I can find the time. Uh, when my usually when my wife's working late, and you know my eldest daughter is usually at school. Or um, working at a recital or, or seeing her friends or stuff like that. And the kids go to bed. You know, put on put on some music, you know, kind of get, get the atmosphere going. And we'll write. And that's generally how I can do it. Uh, sometimes, every so often, it's, you know, with a seven-year-old trying to use me as a rocking horse. And it's like, that's, that's life. You know, I'm going to try and, you know, cobble together this body horror short story with a seven-year-old asking <laughs> for a biscuit. But here we are. You know, you have to triumph in adversity. Um, but uh, no, I'm, I'm hoping to uh, write some more. Um, I have been uh, pushing stuff out, uh, more or less. And do I have a moment to gripe? Can I air a brief grievance, as it were? Dropping back to problems with the site, as it were. <laughs> like a personal gripe. Um, so one of the things that apparently people didn't know, and I didn't know other people knew, didn't know, um, I write creepypasta and I write short stories a lot. Like I've written several of them. Um, and up until a very short while ago, that was a tab link on the wiki and someone, I don't know who, and maybe I do, maybe I purposely forgot. I don't know. Um, <laughs> someone or someone's made the decision that the creepypasta site or the creepypasta collection quote, wasn't interesting enough or wasn't getting enough traffic. So they broke the link and now you have to look for it by tags, which is annoying as shit. Um, that is super I, annoying. I, I get it. I understand. I get it. Also, fuck you. <laughs> I, worked <hard. laughs> I worked hard on that stuff. It is, um, like, I get it. I, you know, I, I was very polite about everything, but also inside, it's like, I, I'll be like, okay, I understand. You know, I may not agree with it, but I don't necessarily like it. Meanwhile, in my head, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> it, it happens. It happens. Um, you be polite. That's how it works. Um, but uh, with that, I was like, okay, you know, I got to figure something out. And my daughter, my eldest daughter, is a giant, giant fan fiction dweeb. Um, I have her username. I threatened to reveal her, but I didn't. Um, on <laughs> on uh, AO3, uh, Archive of Our Own, um, which is apparently a really big site. I didn't know that, where she gets her fan oh, fiction is. fix. And she's like, hey, you should join that. Hey, you should do it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I did. And I've been slowly shifting my um, general work um, copying it over and putting it on AO3. Um, so if you are listening and you are active on there, uh, please uh, go look uh, Dr. Gears 882. Um, it has That will take you to my work, generally. Um, have a fair bit of it transferred over. Um, one of them being the novella that I accidentally wrote. Uh, <laughs> I had a bad dream. 
and I wanted to write about it and turn it into a novella called The Dire Mother. Please read it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gory as shit. <laughs> it's gory as shit. I will level with you. But there's some Lovecraftian stuff. It's very, very cool. Um, I enjoyed writing it. I feel people should read it more. Um, and did I start migrating out of spite? Why, yes. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, So I do a lot with that. Um, I just recently um, put out another SCP item. The first one in a long long time uh 4940 the transformer transformer um again go read it check just it out. recently that's just recently um <laughs> two years ago yeah just 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 recently <laughs> <laughs> which was stupid but uh no um still still doing stuff i'm hoping to put some more stuff together i probably have three or four short stories sitting on my desktop looking me in the face right now <laughs> and what is probably going to turn into another novella uh, of another bad dream that I had. And if you read The Young Man, you're probably going to see be like, hey, yo, I recognize some of this stuff. Um, but definitely kind of I intended maybe for a wider audience. Um, so still still doing stuff, still putting stuff together. Um, but yeah, right now, just kind of sitting trying to make my way through. Um, you know, trying to, trying to not fall over generally. Okay. <laughs> uh, a link to that AO3 account will of course be in the description along with a link to Dr. Gear's author page on the SCP wiki, where you can there find you. all the other articles we talk about. I should say that. There you go. Very good stuff. Yeah. But I highly recommend you guys check that out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not read please, it yet, but I'm very excited it. too. It's very cool. Don't leave. You know, Honestly, keep, like, keep listening. Keep listening, but oh yes, yes, we're not done. Tabs. We're not done. Open some tabs. Check them out later. Anyway, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's waiting. It'll be waiting for you. It'll, It'll be, be waiting. It's not you. going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> but uh, I, honestly, like, um, I remember finding it out. On, so it's kind of weird to reiterate. Yeah, we're, my, kind of, uh, we're kind of going over my some surprise. of this uh, again. It's like, oh wow, really? You know, it's. it's Kind of yeah, yeah, like uh, like <laughs> on the original interview, I was like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, but like you were like, like legitimately like, what like, the hell? <laughs> like you were like legitimately confused, and it's like, I get it, it's fine. It surprised but... me a lot. I couldn't believe it. Like, uh, like you've just a uh, Doctor Gears, uh, the Doctor Gears, has just like, been writing stuff, and it's like, just been, like it has writing one stuff view? this entire time. What the hell? And it's like, no, no. It's, yeah, how did nobody know about this? Yeah, it's no, it's crazy. Just, just sitting back in the uh, the creepypasta archive and. You know, occasionally shoot off a tail here. That I think, if I remember right, I just did a tail um, not long ago about one six eight two. Actually, a couple of researchers talked about six eight two, like just recently. Oh, okay, really? Not recently, like probably. <laughs> you gotta bear with me. I don't know, man. <laughs> recent in my. You start to get that old funny. time starts to kind of shift a listen little. Up, you know, listen, listen, listen here, listen here, sonny boy. <laughs> I show you where it's at. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why I turn into a hillbilly when I get old, but it seems to happen. <laughs> oh my gosh, we see we see how it's gonna go. It's gonna see this how it's gonna be. That's how it's gonna be. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I am a hillbilly. That's the problem. I grew up in Bumblefuck, Bumblefuck nowhere. <laughs> um, my nearest neighbor was a field man. <laughs> so <laughs> I was in the middle of nowhere. So I guess I can buy it honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh yeah let me ask do you like 
So you are hoping to write for the wiki once again. Do you have any like explicit plans? Uh, as far I, have, as that goes? I have some ideas. Um, I'm I'm working with a couple of people um, on some ideas here and there. Oh, um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to go into too much stuff just yet because it, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of embryonic. Um, but at the same time, I've I've written and helped write. You know, God knows how much. You know, people will be like, "Hey, you know, let's talk about." This. And I'm usually willing to sit and kind of like natter and just yammer about stuff. You know, obviously being on a podcast. Anyway, um, but it's like <laughs> people will come to me like with an idea or something like that, or just want to kind of shoot the breeze. It's like, oh, let's you know, let's let's get an idea, let's do something, and just kind of spitball stuff together, and all of a sudden, you know, we have. We have stuff. Um, I got a few ideas. I got a few processes. Like I said, I, I got several. Um, it's <sighs> occasionally I've wondered, it's like, if I outgrown the wiki, I was like, nah, no, I haven't. It's just, there's so much content. There's so much there. It's like, I don't want to do something that's just sort of rehashing what's already there. I want to do something that adds and, 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 bring something new to the table, bring something new to the discussion, which makes it hard, especially when you have a lot of, um, a lot of content already there, but I have oh, a few yeah, things, thousands of articles. Yeah. You, you know, thousands of articles and tens of thousands of tales and all this kind of stuff. It makes it difficult. Um, that being said, you know, I'm kind of getting over that hurdle to a certain extent. I have a couple of things. I have a mostly complete, um, I have several stories, uh, a couple to deal with the church, Couple of deal with Marshall Carter and Dark, um, couple of ideas, a couple of uh, you know different processes and such um, that may turn into items or something like that. So I, I, I have you know stuff on the percolator off the back burner um, that I'm hoping to bring around. You know, nothing I really want to go into because one of the problems down through the years is I get really good ideas and I get really gung ho about them and I present them out. And I get people excited and man, I just vanish. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I turn up five years later and it's like, dude, that was the Black Queen canon. I didn't mean for that shit to happen. And I oh, yeah. I, I biffed off for a while. I came back and be like, wow, look at all this shit. <laughs> this is great. Gosh. It's like, holy, what? <laughs> what the hell happened in here? I was just screwing around and like, there's a whole thing now. Uh, which is good. Which is good ultimately. But, um, it's, uh, you know, I got a lot of ideas. I got a lot of stuff. I don't want to go into too much, like, actual concrete stuff. Um, mainly because I don't know how it's going to go. And so I don't, like, accidentally get someone's hopes up. And it's like, you motherfucker, you did this again. <laughs> I, was, I was hurt by <laughs> I you get again. That, I get that. Um, but, uh, no, I, do, I definitely do have stuff going. And I think I'm going to, you know, I, the wiki is my home. You know, the foundation is my home. I'm, even if, you know, by some fucking miracle, some, you know, dark genie sort of thing, I become some big, important author. I will always put my stuff on the wiki first, even if it doesn't make sense. Um, unless I'm ashamed of it or I'm using a pen name, then all bets are off. But nevertheless, anything anything of mine, I'll, I'll put on there uh, for, regardless, just because it's that's that's what you do. That's what that's home. That's where I put everything. So, yeah. <laughs> no, definitely still, you know, kind of chugging along with stuff. Um, definitely have some stuff in the works, you know, if you're awesome, with, you know, hopefully, hopefully people notice, you know, number get bigger, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I think a lot of people are going to be very excited to see what you make. I know I am extremely excited. Yeah, I'm. Cannot I'm, wait. And that is encouraging. Also, if you he- just by the by, if you hear swallowing sounds, I don't have beer. This is an energy drink that I probably shouldn't be drinking <laughs> anyway. Just by the by, you know, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. So it's no. Oh no no no! You got to keep uh, you got to keep your your throat your yeah, throat. Wet. That's, gotta, that's gotta, good for podcasting. Got to keep got to got to keep it lucid, um, lubricated. Well, that process. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's again, I'm. I'm going to be around until people kick me out, and then I'll just go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. I cannot wait to see what you make. I'm seriously super excited for that. I know uh, you've talked about this briefly Hmm. before, but what about off-site content? Off-site content. I, well, you know, AO3, check it out. Dr. Gears 82, check out my stuff, check it out. Um, Off-site content. I have some. Um, (laughs) There is a little bit floating around um probably nothing i admit to honestly <laughs> i have what about plans for uh, for future offsite content uh, i'm hoping to, to. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to um that's uh when the writing the dire mother uh i did not intend that to be as long as it did and i actually fought pretty hard to keep it as short as it ended up being it probably would have been bigger and kind of doing that showed me that I can do a little bit longer stuff. Um, so my hope is that, you know, as I move forward and progress, um, I'm hoping to take some of my stuff that isn't quite because the foundation is great. But again, if you're not in the cosmology, it's sometimes difficult to sort of breach in. Um, so bringing some of the stuff that may be a little bit more accessible, maybe not exactly connected to the wiki. Um, and seeing, you know, if it'll go somewhere else, see if it'll, um, do something else, see if, uh, you know, what we can do with it. Um, I know, uh, I have a short story, a series of short stories on the, uh, um, Wanderer's Library called the Book of Error. I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody knows that. And I don't think I brought that up last time either. If I know it. Um, it's I sort of a, did, yeah. a steampunk fantasy setting. Um, that I did many, many years ago. And one of my friends, who's a big RPG dweeb, um, read them and thought it was a really cool setting um, and ended up kind of cobbling together um, a uh, RPG system uh, for, like, tabletop gaming, like, based on that sort of thing. Oh. It's become, like, a really big deal in my little friend circle. So there's usually some muttering, vague talk of doing something with that. Um there's cool. a, I, I started work on, you know, again, accidentally on a sci-fi, um, science fiction kind of story, something or other, um, that I'm still kind of plinking away at now and then. Um, so there's, there's a fair bit of stuff. Um, as we move forward, it's probably going to, you know, I'm probably going to throw stuff up on AO3. Um, and then if it gets published, you know, I guess, I don't know, I'll, I'll post a link or be like, dude, I made it into something. <laughs> I made a thing. And uh, trumpeted around. But, uh, you know, it ultimately just comes around to, you know, pushing it out there. I've, I've tried uh, a, a embarrassing amount of times to try and get my stuff to actual, <laughs> like, um, like web magazines or even hardcover magazines. I, I've been shot down um, enough times that the number can drink. I'll say that, oh. that, it, that it's of age, which is, you know, it's like, oh, you know, 
all right, you know, it's kind of good. It's, I'm just going to go, you know, cry really, really it's rough. You know, it, it, it's hard, but again, it's, it's what you have to do. It's, you kind of just have to keep, keep, keep throwing it at the wall until it sticks. So I'm going to keep doing that. And ultimately I would be writing the stuff, whether I was getting, you know, I'm writing now and I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting anything for it beyond just enjoying it. So I'm just going to keep doing that. Um, right, right. You'll get there eventually. Yeah. And that is one of the, a brief aside, that's one of the things. And again, if, if you, I don't know how much you know of my personal saga, you, the listener out there, um, but I, uh, a couple of years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer, uh, kidney cancer. It was actually pretty advanced. Um, they had to take out my left kidney, which sucked really bad. Um, I and, can imagine. And uh, doing much better now. Um, need to get into the doctor to get checked out. Um, as my wife was changing jobs, we lost insurance for a little bit, which threw a hiccup in the thing, but still doing okay. Um, but there's a thing that happened. Um for about probably three or four years before this happened, I've had writer's block like you would not believe. I just couldn't mm-hmm. put anything together. I had a lot of trouble, you know, a bunch of different things, just couldn't get things together. Um, and after the surgery, just hunky-dory. Had, you know, been having ideas, been having a lot more ease. And it's like, man, you know, is it just, you know, kind of being a bit better, you know, new lease on life sort of thing? Maybe. You know, is having you know, a good fist sized tumor in your body, a little disruptive to your <laughs> you know, general process. I don't know. Uh, I can even sleep on my left side again. It's amazing. But no, it, it, it was really, really weird because it was just a few months after, um, after my surgery, I was just able to just throw it and jot some stuff down and write again and just didn't have any trouble at all. It's just like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> crazy so, i guess it's just uh the reset you need yeah there you, you go I, I mean you know all i have to do to get past writing blocks is lose a kidney fuck that's easy i got two of them <laughs> <laughs> so there you go not saying that's advice good god no i'm just saying Hope you writers are taking notes out there is someone taking it they write that down write that down. no fucking don't <laughs> experiencing uh writing block just remove an organ remove Never an know. organ i mean <laughs> I wish I could say that was unique, but it ain't. <laughs> it just, you know, one of them things. You don't need all your fingers. You can type a four. I mean, you know, you got two ears. You know, That's true. You got, two, you got two of a lot of shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. creativity versus organ. I mean, you got two. No. <laughs> We're going to get banned content warning. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Well, before we wrap things up, I asked a bunch of people to who are involved in the wiki what some questions they would want to ask you are. I got a lot of really good responses, but we don't really have time to ask all of them. All right, let's get a few. So I'm just going to choose three of my favorites. All right, let's do it. So okay, Ip wanted me to ask: Is there a rewrite of SCP-682 in the works? No, no. I mean, is does one exist? Maybe I'm unaware of it. Um, Again, I've had a difficult relationship with it with the 682 in its article uh, since writing it and since the rewrite and everything like that. But at this point, it's like, it's, you know, good or bad, it is what it is. It, you know, kind of, it exists and it exists now. Um, does a rewrite exist? Maybe. Um, it's got nothing to do with me. Uh, I haven't participated. So if it does exist, it's out there. But no, there is not a there is not a rewrite in the works. At least not 
you know, of my understanding, you know, would it be interesting to rewrite 682? Maybe. You know, I don't think... I don't think you could rewrite it and, and still have it be kind of as iconic as it is. Cause some of it is, you know, the brevity of it, man. And kind of how short that it is. I don't, I would be really uh-huh. tempted to like explain a lot more, but no, there's nothing in the, uh, in the works as of yet. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, was there another one that you particularly um, wanted me to ask? Let me see. What got you into writing? I guess that's because that's a generally good question because I kind of touched on it, but not much. Well, I mean, I kind of asked that almost directly. Why don't you, why don't you pick one? You keep shooting my shit down. Why don't you do it? I don't care where you want to be. No, God damn it. I ask you, <laughs> <laughs> you tell me okay. what you want. Where do you want to be? <laughs> <laughs> okay okay here's a question from D- dj cactus okay. dj cactus one of you ask would you change any of your old articles in any way with the experience you've gained since you wrote them oh god um there's probably a couple there's probably a couple um honestly uh like i said my 001 article i would i would fix a fair bit of that and uh, amusingly it's not so much the main um, entries that I would change. It's a lot of times like logs and extra stuff. I would tweak a little bit since I've developed. Um, but I, I've always kind of been of opinion, like when I write something, like that's it. Like I try not to fuck with it too much because when you start kind of, it's like trying to line up your sideburns. You know, you're just going to, you're going to goof it up just a little bit each time and then you're bald. Uh, and <laughs> to a certain extent when I write, I kind of, you know, it kind of just comes out and then it's there and I try to try to leave it alone. But if I had the opportunity to go back and, and tweak some stuff, um, I might, I honestly might. Um, but I think with some of them, it's, they're, they're, they're so much kind of a part of what it is and it, and they kind of stand as signposts in my progression to a certain extent. I, I wouldn't want to tweak them too much. I would go back. What I would do is the articles I've had deleted. Cause I, I have some too. Absolutely. I have several actually that have been deleted. Mm-hmm. I would go back and edit those to try and get them uh, to, to stand the test of time. If they were salvageable, I, I make the attempt, but like stuff that's here and is doing well, or at least, you know, is there I would I would generally leave alone um, but I would definitely pick the stuff that's been deleted and some of my more some of my more janky side logs and stuff like that so sort of sort of yes <laughs> I would do some but uh, very specific uh-huh, uh-huh okay fair enough fair enough um, okay I know he said I was gonna ask three but yeah. there's another one here yeah. that I really want to ask All right, go ahead. I okay I'm gonna pronounce this wrong uh. but Tao McCauley asks, what's your favorite interpretation of Dr. Gears as a character that you didn't write? See, now this is one of the things. This is one of the issues I run into because, like it or not, I'm kind of a distinctive person in the wiki. And sometimes people make a big deal about my approval or disapproval. So it's very much, you know, who's your favorite kid? Because I love all of you. And then quietly in the ear, it's like, I love you by a lot. No, <laughs> so, but no, it's quietly in the corner. Um, but no, it's uh, Dr. Years has shown up periodically in other works. 
Um, which is always so weird to me that that happens. Um, then I kind of, you know, there's a couple I'm, you know, kind of have maybe in mind, but I'm kind of, kind of demure off of that. And if that makes anybody upset, um, too bad. It's on the radio. No one to tell you. <laughs> uh, but um, generally speaking, I like seeing Dr. Gears when he's not necessarily a robot. He's just cold. You know, mm-hmm. it's it, as things has progressed, um, as his character and the general existence has progressed, he's kind of shifted, at least in my eyes, to kind of become like the avatar of the Foundation. You know, this this stony, still functional, still human, but, like, if it comes down to ordering, you know, a small pile of puppies to be ground into goo so that the rest of reality can exist, that's how it's going to be today. And just this, you know, sort of, in the way that the Foundation is sort of this monolithic entity, you know, not really good, not really bad, just is. The same way that gears is. And I like kind of seeing people when they kind of use him as the, the standard, you know, he is sort of the, the yardstick by which people are measured of, of degrees of crazy, like too extreme or on extreme or, you know, human or unhuman. It's almost, mm-hmm. are you North or South of Dr. Gears? You know, he's sort of the, <laughs> the center of the compass to a certain extent. It's like, are you better or worse than him? And, it was kind of this idea that he's just there. Like, he's this entity that is as much a part of the Foundation as, like, locks and paper reports and ID tags. It's, like, somewhere, 100%. you know, somewhere in some grim part of, you know, the facility. Regardless of what facility you're at, he's kind of like this this presence where it's just like he's there. You know, the same way that, you know, people just kind of address it. It's almost like like weather to a certain extent. He's just something that exists. And yeah. I like it when he's kind of treated like that, like not overly involved, uh, but also like almost kind of like a side character sort of referenced here and there. There was a, one second aside. I, I have to do this. I'm sorry. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I thought it was funny as shit. Um, <laughs> we were having a discussion at one point of like various oddball, Researchers, and this is before things got cleaned up a little bit, and we had a lot of oddball researchers. And like one of the things that was mutually established, if the opportunity presented itself, was like if there was like a montage of walking through with a bunch of researchers, like one of them is just basically like a baby in like a mobile high chair with like general gear, like kind of like tapping away at a laptop. It's like what the fuck is that? This is oh, that's Doctor Kinder. He's not. He's had troubles and just like keeps <laughs> moving. Because Kinder meets child in, like, German. Like, that was considered the height of comedy. So <laughs> I have up past that. It was years ago. I don't know if anyone remembers that conversation. I don't think anybody does. But there was, like, this establishment that Dr. Kinder is canon. And I have been working to try and find some way to work that into a story or a log or something without <laughs> it being stupid as shit. And it hasn't worked yet. So if someone's <laughs> out there... If you need a, a stupid gag, Dr. Kinder is canon. So there it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, made me think, just made me think. I'm sorry. I just made me think of it. And 
Anyway. <laughs> You're all good. <laughs> Moving right along. I've never heard of that. No, no, nobody had. It was, it was so long ago. It was so long ago. <laughs> I just, it still tickles me. I still think about it periodically. It's like Dr. Kim. This is, <laughs> this is like a baby just walking around. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, just dismiss. It's like, oh, yeah. No, Very creative author avatar. I love you know, that. He's, He's not feeling. He's not feeling well. It's just like, <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Last question yeah. I'm taking from someone else before we move on to right. the the final closer. All right. Jack Rabbit, who I recently had on SCP Authors Anomalous episode five, mm. go check it out. Wanted me to ask, mm. how do you feel about offsite content about your work? That is really cool. I generally, generally speaking, I love it. Like I am, I am absolutely the dweeb in YouTube, SCP Foundation, you know, something or other. You know, checking out stuff. I watch videos. I watch, you know, recordings and readings and all this kind of stuff. There's fan art. They have fan art of shit that I've made. Like I'm, I'm such a dweeb about it. I think it's very, very cool. Um, mm-hmm. You know, do I get a little spicy when they get it wrong? Absolutely. You know, I, I don't know. Why? Why, in heaven's name, everyone seems to put gears in a gay relationship with Dr. Iceberg. I was actually just looking through, like, Google images of Dr. Gears, and there's so much of it. Here's the problem. There's a lot of it, and a lot of it's really good. It's like, well, (laughs) shit. I don't like this, but it's really well done. (laughs) It's like, oh, God. No, there's a lot. Somebody out there is patting themselves on the back for Just writing absolutely. that right now. No, I, it, it, I think it's like really good. Like I saw a whole montage. There's like two music, like a four minute video of music of just homoeroticism between Gears and Iceberg. I'm like, someone made this. <laughs> someone is down with this. And again, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if 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 that cracks your whip, fantastic. No. <laughs> No, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. Um, but, it, and, and it's seeing some of the creativity is amazing. Like, um, what was it? Uh, SCP foundation animate or SCP animated is a YouTube channel that has a lot of stuff. And there's a couple other ones floating around. Um, yeah, a, yeah. a lot of my subscribe queue yeah. that, that, that have stuff with that, which is very, very cool to see. And it's kind of interesting sometimes seeing like shit that I've done. Or things that I know very, very well, sort of interpreted through other eyes. Um, but it's seeing just the the absolute creativity, you know, seeing you know various things that I've written, like you know nine fourteen as a spunky anime girl. It's like that's awesome. It's weird, but that's awesome. <laughs> no, it's yeah. it's. it's um, I, I think it's very, very cool. I very much encourage it. It's, you know, do people get it right all the time? Oh, fuck no. No, not at all. Uh, people <laughs> um, will fuck shit up and get different ideas about things. Um, but I think it's, you know, if if you have a big community like this or you have something big and important, you're going to get stuff like that. People are going to draw and write and do stuff about it. Um, as far as writing and stuff goes, that's weird. Like, it, it seems weird to me. Like, why wouldn't you have it on the site? You know, why wouldn't you have it a part of things? Um, but especially things like art and music and stuff like that. Um, oh, something I can plug for absolutely no reason at all. Oh. I just enjoyed it. <laughs> um, there was a song, Superstitious Foundation, 
on YouTube. Have you heard that? I have never heard of I that. I swear to open a tab. Super the uh, Superstitious Foundation on YouTube. I don't know I don't remember the guy who wrote it again. I'm bad with names. Um, Superstitious Foundations. I I heard it on YouTube. It has a music video built from the containment breach like models and such. It's really, really good and it is catchy. Oh this is, is by CG five? It is catchy as a motherfucker. It is oh my really, gosh. really catchy. It is really, really good. Um, listen to it. It's good. Like, not right this second, but um, listen to it if you haven't. It. It's really, really good. Uh, I enjoyed it. They really, really killed it. Um, and and a couple of my items. Uh, one of my items that is almost never the water ball is actually referenced in that story. I was like, I know you're only doing that because it rhymes, and I don't care. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the fact, the fact that you know my more unknown stuff sort of made it in there. Uh, but it's a really, really right. good song. But it's just like the idea of that, that like shit that I was involved in, had a hand in making, inspired some other guy to make a song or make art or a video game or all this kind of stuff. Um, it's just really, really cool. It's just really, really cool. Um, yeah. I was... By the way, I was briefly involved with the original containment, not the Unity version, but the original containment breach. Um, I wrote some of the flavor text for that. Um, there's a note from Dr. Gears and a bunch of notes from a doctor that's being chased by 106 through the area. I wrote all those. Um, I think they made it into the new game. I don't remember. Um, but I actually wrote on that. I actually consulted with um, some of the devs and such for a little bit, and then, you know, I fucked off because it's what I do. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it was, it was really, really cool, but it was, um, that was a lot of fun, but no, I love offsite, you know, creations and such, but it's, it's one of those, if you want it to be, you know, part of, you know, beyond just like fan art or, or whatever fan works, you know, bring it over to the site, you know, kind of put it on here and, and have it be a part of things. It's like, well, I don't want to do that. It's like, well, then it ain't part of things. You know, there's fan fiction. That's fine. But like, don't write, your own little pocket universe and make a big deal about it. You know, bring it over to the site and yeah, it's bare knuckle, but there's a reason, you know, <laughs> but as far yeah, as like art like, and fan works and stuff, yeah, I hit it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> super, super cool. Super yeah. cool. You know, it's actually like uh CG five is actually the person who made this. I, I instantly recognize him because, oh, uh, yeah, they're there's they're a huge deal. I've invited them to this podcast and oh, have God. not received a response on it surprisingly. But uh, well, there you go. <laughs> there, that'll definitely be linked in the description. That is super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, and another thing that Jack Rabbit wanted me to ask, kind yeah. of related to this. Okay. I am sort of paraphrasing her yeah, words, yeah. of course, okay. but what do you want to see offsite creators improve upon when adapting on site works? Um God, I'm trying to think. Um, one of the things I... Because, you know, there's a lot of outside stuff. There's a lot of outside sort of things. And, you know, when you're trying to encapsulate, you know, a lot of the works for people that maybe aren't a part of the thing, um, you're going to get... Um, there's going to be sort of compression errors. You know, again, looking at YouTube, there's a lot of things that um, don't exactly mesh right that don't exactly fit um people making content off-site you know whether it's movies or music or or art or whatever um because of the nature of the foundation being very flexible i think you have a lot of leeway by the same token try to keep you know the meat of things like first of all 
read what you're doing. Like, sit down and read the article. You know, look over it a little bit. Get a feel for things before you just kind of go in. Because I've seen people make very simple errors because it's kind of obvious people didn't read stuff. Um, the foundation right, right. and the wiki is, is first and foremost a writing site. Read stuff. Um, but generally, I don't really have a problem with too much. You know, I guess I haven't hit a lot of stuff that's, like, really offensive. Um, and I feel like really like being like, this needs to change. Um, and, and, you know, maybe other people have. Um, but I think one of the issues is you have to be careful how you present stuff, you know, because these are people's babies, man. You know, some of this work people have have worked with for a long time. Look at mine. Um, So you have to kind of approach with a degree of delicacy. And especially if you're like presenting up like a tale or something like that, you're presenting as like the defining blank. You got to be real, real careful with that because there isn't a canon. There isn't a defining anything. It just is. And, um, but no, I haven't really run anything that's really like so objectionable. I'd want it to change. There's generally speaking, it's like if something's bad, it'll just not take off, or at least my opinion. Um, true, true. but I would ask that, you know, if you're going to make it stuff, you know, read the content, you know, kind of get into stuff and, you know, kind of put it in the, the spirit that's written. But most of the outside content that I've seen, that I've seen, you know, sort of up close is, generally pretty great. Um, and I, I really haven't anything too objectionable. Again, a lot of lot of gay romance with Iceberg. <laughs> but outside of... <laughs> I don't mean, you know, shine on you crazy diamond. All the better. But... Um, but, you know, again, outside of, like, personal preference stuff, it's like, I don't know if we necessarily need an anthropomorphic SCP item dating sim. It exists. I don't know if we needed it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's, I, I don't really, I, I'm, I wouldn't want someone sort of dictating down to me, you know, how to express my artistic vision, especially if I'm trying my best and trying to keep kind of close. So I'm not going to do that to other people, but, um, at least know your content, you know, at least know your content. And if you're, do your due diligence, do your due diligence, you know, read the stories kind of think if you're doing like a story thing, like read it. Go over it. Make oh, sure you know what you do. Um, uh, the Exploring series, if you've not watched, does a bunch of SCP stuff and generally does very, very well. Um, oh, yeah. Very, very, very well researched. Very, very well done. Um, they would be a good example of that. And then I, and thankfully, I can't really think of any really bad examples. But uh, I probably could, but I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> So. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but never was. I think uh, a lot of people who are listening to this right now, who are at least active in the really active in the offsite SCP community, yeah. can probably think of one very bad example right now. Yeah, probably that we recently had an probably, issue with. Probably one or two that could probably you know go away, but never was. <laughs> yeah. I will. I will say just briefly. We talked about this more in my uh, in my episode of SCP authors and almost with Jackrabbit. So mm-hmm. if you want to hear more about that, this okay. topic, go ahead and check that out. Mm-hmm. I will say. One thing that uh, authors really appreciate is when you adapt their characters correctly. Mm-hmm. Just do your due diligence and don't don't change things that shouldn't be changed for any reason, like yeah. pronouns, oh, for example. Yeah. yeah, no, don't 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 go screwing around. You know, this stuff is the way that it is. 
you know, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe it works, maybe it don't, but it's, things are the way they are. You know, don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't go goofing with stuff for no reason. You know, it's, it's just jarring. You know, don't, don't, don't screw with stuff, man. <laughs> right, right. Do your diligence. Don't be an asshole. General, that's, exactly. that's not even just writing advice. It's life advice, man. I'll exactly. Go <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do your diligence. Wow. Do your diligence. Get in there. Get in there. Uh, last question. Yeah. <laughs> not even good Let me pull the Segway lever. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> so, <laughs> just uh, to wrap things up here, I'll ask you the one question I ask mm-hmm. every guest at the end of this podcast. Um, Dr. Gears, it was great to have you. Thank you. Glad glad to be here. Absolute pleasure. For sure. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully first of others. I don't know. We'll see. See if I have anything to say. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see you for a third interview there we go but uh <laughs> <laughs> all right let me ask you yeah what is one piece of advice you have for any creators out there it could be specifically scp authors mm-hmm. writers in general or just creative people in general whatever you want what is a piece of advice you have okay last time i answered this i did really crappy and i'm <laughs> probably gonna do it not much better but i'm gonna try um <laughs> <sighs> writing's hard man it it, it, it is it like there's it, it seems like oh you're just putting words on a page no no you're not you know this is creation this is life this is this is a big deal um mm-hmm. piece of advice that I would stress to anybody um god follow your voice you know every Every good author, everyone, everyone that's that's very capable or distinctive, has a particular style. You know, Lovecraft is wordy. It's a wordy motherfucker. You know, you, you get things like that, but you can tell at a glance when people write stuff, and there's a reason for that. You know, write in the style that flows for you, and if that's some some Victorian Gothic style or some straight up Zoomer text speak. Fantastic! It's what works for you, and mm-hmm. and write what you want, because there's sort of this perception I I've struggled with it too, to sort of write for a genre or or with a goal in mind. Just write because I write what I write, um, and and when I write horror, it's generally shit I'm scared of. I'm a huge Freddy cat. I really really am. And if I can make other people afraid, it helps. And it's fun. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> one of the things you can visualize is, you know, they say, oh, put yourself in your story. Yeah, do that. You know, imagine, you know, the emotions that you want to bring out in somebody. Because that's what art is. You're, you're bringing out an emotion in someone. Is it love? Is it hate? Is it disgust? Whatever. It doesn't matter. It, when you write, it should trigger an emotion. It is not a vehicle for a message. It is not a example. It's not you're trying to trigger emotion. You know, words are just a vehicle for that. So focus right. on that. Also, the last piece, the last piece. Get them in the first line. If your first, oh, yeah. if your first sentence is secure, 
if you can hook them on the first sentence, you can drag them through 1,200 pages of work. If you don't catch them on the first one, you got nothing. You got nothing. Hell yeah. You know, get them, get them on that first line. And if you look through some of my work, I try. I do my damn best. Hook them on the first one, and you, and you can get them. It seems silly, but I promise you, if your first sentence is is invocative, if it if it's interesting, you can you can get them hooked for the whole book. So oh, yeah. that's what Work I pass on fetish. to people. One hundred percent true. And that's uh, there's another issue that uh, not issue another. <laughs> what is what is the proper way to say this? A challenge, a challenge a that challenge. comes with the SCP wiki, especially considering you have to start with the S- with the special containment procedures. Yeah. But that's just what makes it so 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 much more fun. Yeah, it's it's with that it's, you get more of a slower. Special. You know, you kind of have to pick your way through. It brings you in. It makes you interested, and then you kind of halfway through it, it's like, oh wait, this thing is bad. <laughs> oh, this shit is bad. <laughs> but that's the containment procedures is sort of like the first line. It's like you have a picture and a general description. It's like, why, why the hell do they have armed guards for a chair? Like, what? Oh, that's why. <laughs> and then that's how you. That's how you get them. <laughs> it's like, why exactly. the hell do they got all this shit going on? Oh, that's why they have this shit going on. Okay. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Okay. Well, I think with that, we're good to go ahead and wrap this up. Alrighty. Thank you so much for coming on a second time, a second Dr. Time. Gears. A second time. Very sorry about what happened to the first recording, but I think we can happily say that this one turned out a lot better and that yeah. we definitely improved on it at least. Yeah. Made at, the, at the best out least. of the situation. At the very least. So interview, yeah. what, 15.5? <laughs> Jeez, something like that. Alrighty. I'm tired as hell. I want to end this. <laughs> All right, let's, let's wrap her up. Okay, so go ahead and hit stop now. Or, <laughs> um, Yeah, but let me quickly yeah. say, thank you guys all so much for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Links to everything we talked about are in the description. Go check them out. Go check out that AO3 now. Go read some of the stories so that you don't go to sleep tonight. Uh, and I'll see you guys next time. Also, stay tuned and subscribe to see the episode of SCP Authors and Almost, which will eventually feature Dr. Gears with some other person. I'm there. Sorry, I was chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Alright, thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Create Stuff Podcast. It really means a lot to me that you actually managed to make it this far. I really don't know how you did. I barely managed to make it this far when I was editing, but uh, here we are, I guess. Oh, man. it is. Uh, this is unscripted. It's the Tuesday before this releases. Man, it has been hard to edit this, but I wanted to get it done fast because I just think this was such a cool interview and it was really cool to get to talk to Dr. Gears. Thank you guys all for watching. If you're watching this live on YouTube right now with the premiere, uh, say hi. Hello. Uh, I'm in chat too, but I'm not actually listening. Hey, uh, uh, don't don't tell him I said this, but uh, Sean Saxon, that guy, that guy's uh, really falling off, isn't he? Uh, just start making fun of me. Start calling me a loser in the uh, in the premiere chat, but uh, I won't know why. I won't know why because I'm not actually listening. But anyway, uh, just just start calling me a loser. Don't say why you're doing it. But uh, anyway, so how about <laughs> actual announcement? Um, I, I said this at the beginning, but I want to get home again. Every Wednesday, there will be a new episode of a podcast coming out. It'll be bi-weekly releases of Create Stuff and SCP Authors Anomalous. This week is Create Stuff. Next episode, next week, will be SCP Authors Anomalous with White Guard, who did the 
Interviewing Icons series. I think he actually got brought up at least once in this interview, but we had a really fun episode. And I actually have another person editing that for me, who I'm of course paying to do that. Um, I'm really excited to see what they make. I think they're gonna do a great job, but uh, I probably shouldn't say who it is yet, just in case things fall through. Um, also, about the schedule, I'm gonna try really hard to stick to it, but it's gonna depend a lot on whether or not I can actually afford to have other editors helping me out, like doing, I, I think I'm gonna keep doing uh, create stuff myself, for now at least, um, but SCP Authors Anomalous, I just don't think I have enough time to make those episodes as good as I honestly want them to be, and I don't want to release stuff that isn't up to my, like, standard of quality. So, like, I've done a few episodes of that, where I just released it, like, I only edited the first 20 minutes and then the rest of it is just how it went, you know, I took out, like, the break, maybe, if there was one, but, uh, I don't know, I don't really want that to be, I'm okay with that, and, like, at least some people are getting something out of that, um, and, like, I, I don't edit, I don't put as much time into SCP Authors Anomalous as I do create stuff, just because create stuff is my main passion, and I think it's, I think it would burn me out really fast if I treated them both with the same level of, um, of effort and priority. But uh, I also don't want it to be just a bad, poorly edited podcast I don't put effort into, because then what's even the point of making it? But um, yeah, so I think for that, I do want another editor working on that. I have someone working on the next episode, but I don't know if that's going to be permanent. And honestly, I feel like I, if I want to have an editor permanently working on SP Authors Anomalous, I probably need to pay them more. And I'm a college student without a lot of money, unfortunately. So yeah. That brings me to the Patreon that I have. Link is in the description. If you can, just donate even a dollar a month. Even if you make a one-time donation of a dollar. That seriously helps me so much, you have no idea. This podcast takes a lot of money to run. The RSS feed that uh, this is hosted on, I can't I, I can't remember exactly how much it costs, but it's around $10. $10 a month I have to pay to keep this podcast running. Please, please consider donating. It really helps me so much. I want to get SP Authors Anomalous on an RSS feed too, but I don't think that can happen with my current budget, uh, especially if I'm having another editor. But if you really want to see this series and SP Authors Anomalous flourish, please, please consider supporting my Patreon. It really helps so much. Also, feel free to make a one-time donation if that's more your thing. I'm going to add a Ko-Fi soon for that. Um, but yeah, also no pressure. Uh, if you can't contribute, don't worry about it. You don't need to apologize to me or anything. I'm seriously just so happy that you're here supporting me. That means a lot more to me than any amount of money ever, ever will. Seriously, thank you so much. Also, do consider liking, commenting, and subscribing. It really helps a lot with the algorithm. Like seriously, uh, you guys have no idea how much comments help. Look at my video, The Man Break the Musical Without the Gay Parts. I can't believe that's a thing. It has 7k views, 7,000 views. This dumb shitpost I made, it's like a second long. Uh, least amount of effort I've ever put into anything I've ever done in my life, and it's and it's like my most successful video by far. But you can look at that, you can see, the reason it popped off was because of the amount of comments on it. There's just a lot of comments, and 10 of them are, uh, 10 of them are mine. A lot of the others are also mine, but the first 10 were at least mine, and that actually helped a lot. I can't really do that with my other series, because that's kind of dumb, but, um... If you guys are willing to leave a comment, it really helps so much more than you think it does. Also, if you're watching this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or listening to it, I guess watching isn't a correct term, uh, consider leaving me a rating um, or uh, giving me a follow. I'm actually going to start reading off ratings starting next episode. So if you read me a rating, I'll, I'll probably read it off. I'm going to choose one every single time. So yeah, do consider leaving one. If you want to, you can ask a question in it and I'll probably answer it. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun little thing. 
Uh, also, I have a Twitter for Create Stuff now, an official Create Stuff Twitter. Link is in the description. Please go check that out. I post updates and talk about who's coming on the podcast next. You can get some sneak peeks at who's who's up in the lineup and all that all that fun stuff. It, it's it's fun. It's fun. I highly recommend it. Uh, you can also you should also follow me on Twitter, my main account, uh, Sean's, uh, at SS, at S Saxum, um, and also the Create Stuff one is at oh what is it? Hold on. At Create Stuff Cast. At C R E A T E S T U F F C A S T. Go follow that on Twitter. It's worth your time. I promise. I post I post things. They're they're cool. It's cool. Dude, please. Um anyways. Here are some cool things from other people uh that I, I think are cool. Real quick. Okay, so look, I know in the other in the other SCP episodes I've mentioned some of the podcasts, but seriously, I listened to Foundation After Midnight and Find Us Alive. Those are the first two. And God, they're so good. They're so well made, so well put together. Seriously, go check it. Go check them out. Go check them out. Foundation After Midnight, Find Us Alive, both incredible podcasts, incredible like storytelling, really, really well done. Great audio work. It's 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 great. It's very very good. And also, third thing, SCP Sideshow by Jackrabbit and and uh, Necro Kitten, also known as Nikki, also known as Doctor Cerise, is coming very soon in April. This is the first. SCP TV show ever and they announced it on my podcast SCP Authors and Almost Episode 5 you should go check that out and it's seriously so so cool seriously that is like just so insanely neat I'm gonna leave a link in the description to their Twitters where you can find out more information about that and see reveals and such but man that's not something you want to miss it's gonna be so so cool I literally cannot wait to see it and uh, with that said, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Create Stuff Podcast. And I will see you guys next Wednesday for uh, SCP Authors Anomalous Episode 6. And if you're not planning to attend that, then I'll see you uh, the Wednesday afterwards for Episode uh, 16 of the Create Stuff Podcast. I don't, I, I should really remember these things by now. Uh, I, for that one, you know, I can tell you guys. I can tell you. You're here. You, you made it this far. The next guest is Oliver Buckland, the main composer for ENA, or excuse me, or Ina, as it's more well-known. They make some really interesting music, and I really wanted to talk to them about it. They agreed to come on, and we had an awesome, like, super interesting chat. Really got some interesting questions out there. Really had some thinking to do between us. In fact, we even came upon some questions that, like, were just too big for us to talk about in that episode, so we decided we are going to do an extra episode with some other musicians to discuss them. Stuff about genres like internet core and weird core and what this all means and just uh, the internet in general. It'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to recording that. But yeah, thank you guys all so much for listening and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Oh, also, the music I use is uh, Hot Tea in the Morning by Cosmo Remixes. It's a really good track. They gave me permission to use it and I love it so much. It's like almost a theme song of the Creative Stuff podcast at this point. Please go check it out. Link is in the description. Cosmo is an incredible remixer. Okay, bye for real this time.